This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. Yes. It's been a long week. Because we didn't do this last week. And so it seems like it's been a really long fucking time. Like I don't remember anything now. Like I don't, I don't know what to do. And I, I just no saw idea. you over there, like randomly pushing buttons. And yeah, I was just yeah. trying to, like, what do I do? Like, just yes. that. Like you get in the habit of it, and then you stop for like a week, and it's just like I don't know anymore. It's right. not like I actually knew before what to like. Yeah, but I mean, at least you had a rhythm down. Yeah, I had a rhythm of yeah. screwing yeah. up, and now it's just like kind of screwing up it's out all of work. We are here. We're back. We took last week off because it, it was, was my birthday. birthday, and I have. I reserve the right to take my birthday off. So. Yeah, and you've deserved that right. I, I do, and we uh, had a nice party Saturday for me. Yeah. And then Sunday was a day of recovery, which, <laughs> yeah. 38 years old, the recovery takes a little it, bit longer. You don't bounce back as quickly as you used to. No, I still, I have my routine for that, though, yeah. too. I have my secrets to uh, bounce back yeah. from a... A, a nice a heavy greasy night. breakfast. Yeah, uh, Casey's breakfast pizza. If you okay. don't, if you're not from the Midwest, you don't understand what Casey's breakfast pizza is. But it is hangover cure. Yeah. Casey's breakfast pizza and Monster Recovery. Have you ever had one of those? I've never had a Monster Recovery. It is pretty much Gatorade and caffeine all okay. in one can. So okay. it's like all the things your body needs after, and then okay. the greasy Casey's breakfast pizza on yes. top of that. Wake up, feel like garbage. Hit those. And then obviously ibuprofen. I mean, oh yeah, right, right. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Take care of the headache. Yeah. First. So, so put all that together, and it's just like a few hours later, it's just like, all right, I feel pretty good now. But you heard it first, Patreon subscribers will get that recipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I've, I've actually done that for years for my recovery methods. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's why. I was I wasn't absent because I was recovering, but it was just my birthday, and yeah. I, I didn't right. I didn't freaking feel like doing family this. things to do. Yeah, I didn't feel right? like doing this. So uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, you all got left out. It was my birthday present to myself. Was yeah. I'm taking the day off? I, I mean, <laughs> summer is or the spring pushing into summer. I mean, it's been busy as hell already yeah, for right. you, for me, for yeah. all of us. So. I was just like, you know, I'm going to take my birthday off. So I apologize to you people for leaving you high and dry, but um, I'm not really that sorry. No, so. no. But we're no, back. We're back now. We're back, and, we're and that's make what matters. Welcome to the Break the Bell yes. podcast. This is that show. Um, we don't know what we're doing because it's been a week, so uh, you, you get to sit here and deal with our shit. If you are listening in the future on like a podcast platform or watching a video, we do this shit live every month. 
not every Monday night, but most Monday nights. <laughs> not last. 95%. <laughs> yeah, not last Monday night, but most Monday yes. nights we do this. At 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You do the math if you're in a different time zone. I'm not about to do that tonight. So um, let's see. Derek's here. He says, Casey's Breakfast Pizza is or Casey's Breakfast Pizza, a monster Tylenol and aspirin. You'll be good by 930-ish. Yeah. I mean, uh, Tylenol, I throw in substitute ibuprofen. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. What is Tylenol? Is it? it yeah, it's basically. It's close it's, enough. Yeah, it's close, it's close enough. enough. But yes, those things. And you'll be good by probably the, the end nice of the day. The nice thing about Tylenol is not only does it help the headache, but it also helps any... For anything from falls you took through the night that you don't yes, remember? absolutely. <laughs> all, all of the, the yes. soreness and achiness. So uh, tonight, um, speaking of uh, rough nights, um, <laughs> no, we're going to be talking about the border crisis again. I mean, yeah. it's, been, it's been over a year since we talked about the Every border crisis. Every president has a border crisis. Yeah, and right? it, it, this, this current president has had multiple. So yes. um, I, It's you, been ongoing. If right? you remember, well, the last time we talked about this is when they threw Kamala Harris yeah, into— it was, Yeah, it was her problem. She was like, the borders are. <laughs> yeah, she but was, she wasn't going to be on the border. Right. She was dealing with the— macro issues yes, from yes. like she was going to the countries with the problems right, trying to bribe know, them <laughs> you know you know you're sending all your people to our borders and we don't like that and yeah. we'll give you money to yeah. keep them how, here how, how much how much do we need to give you uh, yeah. for you to keep them here how much is it going to take to <laughs> yeah. make you not corrupt <laughs> because that's yeah at the end of the day what they're fling is corruption yeah Corrupt governments. She starts getting down on her knees, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Just money's fine. (laughs) Save it for Doug. Save it for Doug." So it it just cracked me up back then. It's like, how much money do we got to throw at a corrupt government to make them less corrupt? Yeah, right. I mean, look, look at the Ukraine. We've been throwing all kinds of money at them. They're becoming so much less corrupt, obviously. So um, (laughs) just throw them at all these nations that are sending our people. I, I, is there a salute? I guess all this to say Title 42 is and has currently ended. And Title 42 was the COVID era. Well, it actually goes way back to like, but it's like a pandemic era, like a health. You can close your border for health concerns. Right, right. Pretty much. We didn't want you to bring infectious disease over. Yeah. And so it was kind of, it was bumped up by Trump during uh, COVID. And then. Biden's like, I'm going to get rid of Title 42, and then it stayed, and then he now all of a sudden it's gone. Right. So what happens now? I guess that's what we're going exactly. to talk about tonight. Is it going to be like borders wide open where people are just running through and yeah. flowing through? Or, I mean, there's also this whole thing that Joe Biden sent the military to the border yeah. at the same time. So we got a lot of shit going on down yeah, there right now. He's got a lot of stuff going on. And, and the problem is, like, a lot of the, the your mainstream legacy news is not giving you the full story, right? I mean, they're just can kind we of— stop calling them legacy news? I don't news. know what they're called like, can anymore, we do, man. Do, like, the, the shit show news. Yeah, like, I'm down with shit show. Yeah, there, there's nothing legacy about them, no. but— Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're getting stories from both sides. You're right. getting— uh, all this information that the borders are open, the borders are fine, the borders... Actually, actually, there's 50% less people coming through yes. the borders and, now. And now that's, that, what they're, that's what they're reporting all over the right. place. And people are like, oh, well, that's great. Yeah. So we're going to look at all of that yes. and dissect it and uh, see what we come up with because probably not going to get too far out of it. Yeah. We are not border experts, which is no. why we are not in Kamala Harris's 
exactly. position right now. I, I've always thought, though, if I ever get in real serious economic problems, I'm just going to sneak over to Mexico and then come back. Because that's where well. I'll get full benefits. Oh, right? yeah, you might as well. So uh, we're going to talk about all that here in just a couple minutes once we get through this pre-show banter. Um, how you been, Bill? We haven't bantered in a while. Yeah, we haven't we just bantered. Ha- we haven't had yes. a chance to banter. Yes. How's the Cardinals doing? Uh, like shit. That's okay. why I haven't brought them up. <laughs> They're doing really bad. All really right. bad. Didn't so need to bring up that source spot. <laughs> yeah, uh, doing terrible. So uh, we won't get into that. Okay. Um, hopefully by next week, maybe some more positive news. They did sweep the so- Red Sox, I okay. think, which is the first time they like won consistently okay. this this season <laughs> so far. Um, so, so that's good. That is good. We got to get into this. We've wasted enough of your time. <laughs> Make sure you check us out all over the social medias, far and wide, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Twitters. That's Tick- all I can think of. That's all I can think of. Yeah. We have a TikTok, but we don't we do, do. We do nothing on it. Oh. We, we've had this conversation at least yeah, we, six I know. times. I, I you, every it. time you're like, like, two months, we do? You're like, we, we have TikTok? <laughs> yes, Bill. We still yeah. have TikTok. Yeah. I know it's hard to believe, but... Uh, mm-hmm. No, we don't do anything on it. So if you guys hang out on TikTok, <laughs> hit us up and maybe I'll start doing something on it. Would you do some like crazy little dance? No, probably not. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, you can find us on our handle. Good God, man. <laughs> at Break the Bell Pod on all those platforms. I think TikTok is the same handle too. Uh, Break the Bell Pod is the, the handle. Share us far and wide so we can become better at this and more popular and famous and all the things that we say every week. Yeah. Um, rich. Uh, powerful. Like, powerful. We can become like. Lots of women and. <laughs> uh, I don't know things don't, yeah, flowing. Things. Much, I, a lot of things. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> just just help us out. Yeah, <laughs> anything. Help we'll take anything out. right now. Uh, <laughs> like, subscribe, share all this stuff that we tell you to do every single week. Some of you are doing it. Some of you are not. So do it. That don't. Slack. I mean, stop slacking and do it. I'm ready to get into the show. I've Let's got nothing it. else. Let's do it. Let's get right into the show. When we come back, we're going to talk about the ongoing shit show at the border with the. Uh, the end of Title 42. So we'll be right back. What did you say? You talking to me? What What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? Who are you talking to? And we're back. Again. Again. Do you remember Title 42, Bill? Do you remember that racist policy that was put in place by Donald J. Trump? It was all over the debates. 
Yeah, it was. It was how racist Donald Trump. How was. racist he could be for shutting down the migration system, for locking uh, the illegals out. What you can't even yeah. call them. Can you, can you call them illegals anymore? No. Yeah, kids in no. cage. Yeah, yeah, you remember yeah, the kids right. in cages? No, Are, they're, yeah, they're not. They're undocumented uh, migrants. Can, I don't even know if you can say that anymore. Really? Uh, the, but yeah, the kids in cages Americans? was, was the, bi- <laughs> the big deal. The kids in cages. Right, yes. Um, now, did the cages shut down when Joe Biden took office? Oh, fuck Do you no. remember that? They just didn't let cameras in. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. They're like, yeah, we're changing our border policy. Yeah. Oh, so you're not going to... No, we're just not allowing... You uh, just can't see them. Yeah, there's no video, no videography, no flash photography, nothing like that. C.D. McRae is hey, here. CD? I haven't seen C.D. Heard from C.D. in a while. C.D. Yeah, it's been a while. How's it going? C.D. says, hey, guys. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, <laughs> so I, I think we've covered a little bit, maybe in the weekend news, that the cages didn't go away. No. No. That the arrest didn't stop. Right. That even some of the wall continued to be built. Yeah built more and yeah. it's just like and, and they i think they even shipped more people back yeah oh yeah yeah i mean they're still shipping people yeah. back because he didn't like end title 42 like right. he said he promised he biden takes off he's like i'm gonna stop this racist yeah. policy of shipping them back yeah now one thing i was not fully aware of about title 42 is yes they did arrest them and send them back but there was no like Legal consequences, no right. like lockup, like severe lockup yeah. time. It's just like you sent them away, just, and yeah. they would turn around and just, just give them a little pat on the ass and be like, "Hey, better luck next time." Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. So they would just come right back and yeah. start all over again. Yeah. Well, apparently, well, Title Forty Two has ended, which yes. again, a lot of Republicans are like, "Well, this is going to cause wide open borders." Not necessarily because apparently all of a sudden, now that we don't have Title 42, the Biden administration's like, well, we're going to just start like locking them up and shit and like keeping them from coming back and all that. It's just like, oh, so even more kids in cages. So more racist. Yeah, if, right. If, if Title 42 under Trump was racist, what are the policies? And we'll get into more of these policies. But yeah. what is it specifically if you're like, well, Title 42 wasn't hard enough right it, do, you, do you see what's happening there like before it was like super duper racist and now all of a sudden when he's facing his own crisis right and has uh, he's got to get rid of title 42 because they gotta end the covid protocols right. yeah and title 42 fell right. under because you can't be successful beating back covid if you still have covid policies right, right? so you beat off covid <laughs> beat off covid really <laughs> hard that fast and hard um and then well, then with that, they're like, well, if you, you beat off the COVID, you also got to get rid of Title 42. And he's like, shit, I, I was, I've been blaming yeah. Trump this whole time on this racist policy and the border thing. It's like, well, now I got to come up with my own strategy. Right. And to do that, he's like, I'm just going to come back even harder. And it's, I, I, everybody's like, for, you got people on one side that are like, okay. This uh, you you promised this and you promised to end Title Forty Two, which you are, and yay! But isn't this a little bit more like right, more right. of that Trump era? Because Trump tried to push exactly the stuff that he's pushing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And then the Supreme Court comes in, and they're like, "Nah, now yeah. you can't do that." Right, right. And so Biden's like, "You know, I'm going to try that again." Yeah. 
But, but this time, but he's the counter Trump. He's not racist. He is. He's well, not and that's racist. it. And so anything he does is automatically going to get spun in a better way. Well, obviously, because he's not Donald Trump. Exactly. So let's look at this new, uh, like this new era post post um, post title forty two. Okay. Post right. forty two. Yes. Um, this is from the AP News it says title. Excuse me. Title forty two has ended. Here's what it did. And how U.S. immigration policy is changing. And this is from the AP. This is from the AP. Okay. Yes. So you know this is like gonna have a Biden spin. Yeah, it's gonna be on its knees for Biden. The U.S. is putting new restrictions into place at its southern border to try to stop migrants from crossing illegally and encourage them instead to apply for asylum online through a new process. Well, is th- they must have, like, computer stations set up at the border. <laughs> no. It gets better. Oh, okay. It's a phone app. Oh, I'm okay. I'm not even shitting you. Okay. It is a phone app. Right. So they can just be walking through. I mean- Walking they, through the desert. With their, with their phone. Signal. <laughs> I can't get a fucking signal Shit, here. I want to apply for citizenship. Yes. And it's a government-sponsored app, which yeah, you know- Is always down. It's going to- <laughs> It's going to be fucking fantastic. We will get more into that. That should be a movie. But it is. Yes. Just, it's just a guy trying to escape a shitty, like, yeah, a drug cartel in yeah, Mexico. Right, right. And his only hope is this government-created <laughs> phone app. And he has no signal. And that's all the movie. And he finally gets signal, but then the site is down because it's overwhelmed. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> the changes come with the end of of coronavirus restrictions on asylum that have allowed the U.S. to quickly turn back migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border for the past three years. Those restrictions are known as Title 42 because the authority comes from Title 42 of a 1944 public health law allowing curbs on migration in the name of protecting public health. Disinformation has swirled and confusion has set in during the transition. Look at the new rules and the old ones. Here we go. Okay. What was Title 42 and what did it do? So this is in the past. Okay. Title 42 is the name of Emergency Health Authority. It was a holdover from President Donald Trump's administration and began in March of 2020. The authority allowed U.S. officials to turn away migrants who came to the U.S.-Mexico border on the grounds of preventing the spread of COVID. Before that, migrants could cross illegally, ask for asylum, and be allowed into the U.S. They were then screened and often released to wait out their immigration cases. Under Title 42, migrants were returned over the border and denied the right to seek asylum. U.S. officials turned away migrants more than 2.8 million times. Families and children traveling alone were exempt. Uh, but there were no real consequences when someone illegally crossed the border. So now, I love how they spin this, because back then it was too strict. Now yeah. it's almost like, well, well, it just wasn't strict enough. Like, yeah. it's just, it's like uh, um, you're slapping them on the wrist and nobody's holding them accountable. Says, um, says, so migrants were able to try again and again to cross on the off chance they would get into the U.S., like you said. President Joe Biden initially kept Title 42 in place after he took office, then tried to end it in 2022. Republicans sued, arguing the restrictions were necessary for border security. 
Courts kept the rules in place, but the Biden administration announced in January it was ending national COVID emergency, and so the border restrictions have now gone away. Biden has said the new changes are necessary in part because Congress has not passed immigration reform in decades. Hasn't he been part of Congress in the last 47 years? (laughs) Yes. Yes, Yes, he has. The Title 42 restrictions lifted at 11.59 p.m. on Thursday. The Biden administration has put into place a series of new policies cracking down on illegal crossings. Racist. The administration says it's trying to stop people from paying smuggling operations to make a dangerous and often deadly journey. Now there will be strict, strict consequences. Migrants caught crossing illegally will not be allowed to return for five years and can face criminal prosecution if they do. Damn. Now, I don't. I don't understand, like, how is this less racist? Right, yeah. Like, before, it was just strictly racist because he didn't want, didn't allow right. them in. And they got turned away right yeah. at the border. Now, they they bring them in and they, they prosecute. <laughs> uh, Derek says, do you have to submit all your fingerprints, retinal scan, copies of valid ID, and 3D face scans through the app to get approved? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Under U.S. and international law, anyone who comes into the U.S. can ask for asylum. People from all over the world travel to the U.S.-Mexico border to seek asylum. They are screened to determine whether they have a credible fear of prosecution in their homeland. Their case then goes to the immigration court system to determine if they can stay in the U.S., but the process can take years. Usually they are released into the U.S. to wait out their cases. The Biden administration is now turning away anyone seeking asylum who did not first seek protection in a country they traveled through or first apply online through the phone app. Oh, okay. So if they came from like Colombia, Colombia, traveled through whatever states or countries are between, like Mexico, i.e., Mexico, if they did not apply in at least one of those countries first, Biden will turn them away. Interesting. So how does he know that? I mean, do they get like a little stamp on their hand? They, uh, yeah, like, they're probably like wristbands. They yeah. collect the wristbands. Like, beep, beep. So if they're coming from like way down south, oh, yeah. they end up having like different and, colored. Ra- yeah, yeah, but you you have to have all those in order, like sure. because otherwise, you know. So it says, um, let's see. Didn't first seek protection in a country. Does that mean they have to seek it in every country they pass through? I feel I, like I they swear. should I, I have to. I feel like to. they should too, yes. It's like, well, it didn't work here. Let's yeah. move on to the next one. And they have to get the wristband for exactly. each one. Yeah. And if they don't have all the wristbands, say they have yeah. all of them, but one of them got ripped off in like a freaking scuffle what? or something. It's just like, oh, shit, I got to go back and get that, <laughs> that wristband. I, I Wouldn't like- that be a bitch, though? Like you go through the different countries, you don't hear anything. You're about to get into America and then Guatemala calls you back and be like, guess what? We approved you. Yeah. Like, like shit, shit, I wanted the U.S. And then you got to <laughs> turn and walk all the way back. And it was like the first state, the first country you walked through. Again, should be a movie. Like, with the cell phone out. Yes. The Biden administration is now turning away anyone who didn't seek protection first in a country they traveled through or first apply online. This is a version of a Trump policy that was overturned by the courts. Advocacy groups sued to block the new rule minutes before it took effect. That was hmm. nice of them to suit. 
go minutes before. Yeah, right. You're like, well, we're going to do our due diligence here. We've got two minutes to sue. Let's go ahead and let's just file <laughs> yeah. the paperwork so we can say that we did something. Because yeah. otherwise they're going to be like, oh, you only sued last time because it was Donald J. Trump. Right. Now that it's Biden, you're fine with it. Like, yes, we better throw in this paperwork minutes before. We, we got to try. You see, there's a paper trail. We did, we did yeah, it. Right. Says the lawsuit filed in federal court in San Francisco by the Center for Gender and Refugee Studies and other groups alleged the Biden administration doubled down on the policy proposed by Trump that the same court rejected. The Biden administration has said its new rule is sub substantially different. <laughs> How? <laughs> Elaborate, please. Because yeah. if it's substantially, there would be a lot of differences. Like... You you could at least elaborate on one of them. Right, yeah. No elaboration here. Yeah. It's just and like, no, like it's saying, totally different. You know what's substantially different? I'm not Donald Trump. Yeah, right. That's, exactly. That's it. It's like the term comprehensive, right? Yes. It's like, oh, well, we have comprehensive reform. Oh, What does oh, that okay. mean? We're oh, good. Okay. The U.S. has said, because it says, who's allowed in? The U.S. said it will accept up to 30,000 people a month from Venezuela, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Cuba, as long as they come by air, have a sponsor, and apply online first. Now, what does that do for the people that are walking through the jungles and right. walking? Like, they have to come by air. Does that... Right. Yeah. That seems a little classist. I, I, I think that, yes, it Extremely is. Extremely classist. Because it, it goes, and it goes with the sponsor, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, the Clintons have a plane through of uh, Haitians coming <laughs> right. through. Yes. <laughs> Says the government will also allow up to 100,000 people from Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras into the U.S. who have family here if they, too, apply online. Border officials will otherwise deport people, including turning 30,000 per month from Venezuela, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Cuba who will be sent back over the border to Mexico. Substantially different yeah. from the racist Trump policies, right? right? Yeah. It sounds basically the same. Now, I hear some positive like ideas here. Like, right. I don't know, withholding the laws that are in place. Right. Like, don't, if, if you're going to make it illegal, like, I don't know, like, hold up making it illegal right. like i don't know yeah send them away <laughs> or make it either make it legal or make it Ill illegal if it's right. going to st if you're not going to make it legal if you're not going to legalize border crossings completely then stop the border crossings right. yeah i mean that's what you got to do right if you're if you're going to legalize it then fine if, if you want open borders legalize the shit out of it yeah. open the borders i mean wreck this economy more than you already have right. so Otherwise, I it's just like a bunch of semantics. It's like, well, well, and that's it. Well, we are. Uh, I mean, we are going to make it easier through this phone app, but we're actually going to make right. it harder right. because if you don't have a phone, first of all, right? Yeah, you don't come by air. You don't have a sponsor. Yeah, all this shit. Like, you're not going to get in. Yeah, but like we're making said, it easier. It, yeah, and, but it, like you said, it's very it's very classist without saying it's classist. Right. Right. Because you have to be able to have all these different you have to be able to afford airfare you have to have a sponsor you have to have a phone that you can do an app on yeah that sounds like a very limit maybe like very like five percent of the population of these third world countries you're, you're ready for this okay the phone app. Me. not quite there yet but this this line on the phone app other migrants also may 
be allowed in if they apply through the CBP-1 app. Right now, 740 people per day have been allowed in using the app, which is being increased to 1,000 people a day. That's horrible. 1,000 a day are being allowed in through the phone app. Okay. You're talking how many people, how many arrests do you think were made like two months ago, a month ago, per day, on average? Arrests? Arrests. So not like, just like 10,000. Yeah, there's like 10,000 yeah. people arrested for this shit. Yeah. Per day. And they're like, you know, we're going to make this easier. We're going to have a phone app and we're going to have a lottery of 1,000. And good luck getting into the phone app. To yeah, work. right. So, what about the families? Families crossing the border illegally will be subject to curfews, and the head of household will have to wear an ankle monitoring bracelet. I'm a, I'm fine with this. Absolutely. Like, if you don't want to stick them in the cages, uh, like, put yeah. a fucking ankle bracelet right. on Technology. Yeah. I mean, we do it to, like, house arrest people all the time. Right. Why aren't we putting ankle bracelets on these people yeah. and sending them away? Absolutely. It's like, if you don't want to house them here, they can go find a place to stay, but we're going to track them right. like freaking whales in the freaking uh, <laughs> right. ocean. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's simple. Or microchip them test the microchips on the immigrants yeah i mean you want to test the microchips on people why not (laughs) yes i mean it's just like we don't know exactly what these are going to do (laughs) and you took a gamble traveling across the desert anyway i mean what's a little more of a gamble exactly implanting this chip in your brain i mean it'll be fine (laughs) hopefully but if not what other salute what other (laughs) options do you have You're here. <laughs> I, mean, it make, I mean, it makes sense. It's like, you know, microchip them. We'll see. Maybe yeah. maybe it'll kill them. Maybe. It's horrible. You're horrible. <laughs> Fucking horrible, Bill. <laughs> Families crossing the border will be subject to curfew, and he- the head of household will have to wear an ankle monitoring bracelet. Immigration officials will try to determine within 30 days whether a family can stay in the U.S. or be deported. Usually the process would take years. What are they doing that would speed this process up from years I, I, to 30 days? I, I think that they're being generous with themselves. <laughs> I don't think I, I think they look at it on paper and be like, oh, well, if we do it with the app, it'll go a lot quicker. Obviously. I mean, just <laughs> log into the app. If they don't use the app, then it's not on us. It's on them. Exactly. It's not on us for not getting yeah. our shit together. It's on them because they didn't use and, the app. And, and it seems like, <laughs> again, this is government. So it seems like they're taking a very complicated process and making it more complicated. Derek says, don't give them an ankle bracelet. Give them a smartphone. Then you can collect even more data off them. <laughs> or Derek, microchips. Exactly. You're not listening. You can pick up blood pressure and <laughs> <laughs> all their vital signs and potentially shut them off if we want to. Um, God, you're horrible. <laughs> the Biden administration considered detaining families. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. Yeah. They're like, well, what do we do? to ki-? Like, we can't just send the, the families back like we are all the singles, right. all the single ladies. But... What, so what do we do? And they're like, well, we could d- detain them. So, you, so you're saying, you're actually suggesting that we lock them in cages. Right. That's what you're suggesting. After three years of fucking around, yeah. 
with Donald Trump and saying he's locking him in cages. You're actually suggesting Wait, locking no, him in cages. No, 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 be no. Plexiglass walls with holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> not cages. They're not cages. They're rooms. Yes. Like dorms. Yeah. Like a <laughs> We do the same thing to confine- college kids. <laughs> confinement dormitories. There you go. I like it. Not cages. Very PC. Confinement dormitories. They're like there's got to be something better. This is not going to fly. They're like, well, what if we put ankle bracelets on them? And like, I, I mean, yeah. I, the, the prisoners seem to like the ankle bracelets more than jail, so I guess we could go with that. We'll offer multiple colors. <laughs> Biden administration considered detaining families until they cleared initial sign- asylum screenings, but opted instead for curfews, which will run from 11 p.m. till 5 a.m., and begin soon in Baltimore, Chicago, Newark, New Jersey, and Washington, D.C., according to a U.S. official who spoke on a condition of anonymity because <laughs> the information was not intended for the public. <laughs> I'm glad our security is locked up. Yes. Families who do not appear for their screenings will be picked up by immigration authorities and deported. Seems pretty racist now, doesn't it? It does. I'm going to get back. I'm going to come back, circle back around to this article for the overcrowding because okay. it's, it's fucking hilarious. This whole thing's just hilarious. It's yeah. such a joke to me that, I mean, we, we got to move on, though. So what do you think so far of these new policies, these post-42 uh, well, it, policies? It's interesting because it's not, it's not at all what I've heard conservatives complaining about. Well, obviously not. Yeah. I actually read a thing. That said, conservatives freaking out about open borders actually could be what is driving people to come to the borders expecting right. open borders. And that makes sense. I was like, you know, that is kind of yeah. smart. Yeah. That is, I mean, never even thought about that. Like, Republicans yeah. are like, oh, Biden's just going to throw the borders right, wide open. And then uh, um, the Mexicans are like, oh. I, I, I just watched Tucker Carlson, and he said the border was wide <laughs> right. open. I don't well, know. but remember when Biden was first elected, and we talked about these these long parades of immigrants coming through South America, headed towards the border, because they all expected to be yeah. just given asylum and led into the country. Right. right? I, I think both sides are perpetuating this yeah, whole shit. they really are. It's like, well, you know, when this happens, uh, borders are going to be wide open. So everybody keep an eye on those wide open borders <laughs> yeah, because right. when this, when yeah. 42 goes away, the borders will be yeah. wide open. And, and we'll probably like, have 25 million more immigrants in the and country. The immigrants and, are sitting there like, did you hear that? Yeah. I, I heard the border was going to be open. Did you hear yeah. the border? Was, I heard it was going to be open. Let, yeah. Wait, wait, Bob. they're giving them each $50,000? Holy shit, kids, grab your bags. <laughs> right. So, where where does that leave? Where did I leave off? Let's see. So, we have 42 ending. Yes. Obviously, obviously the Republicans are saying that everything's going to go to shit. Right. Even though, can, can it really go more Worse, to shit than no. it is? Like, most likely it's going to go to shit, but it can't get a whole lot worse. <laughs> Now, we we briefly mentioned Secretary of Homeland Security, Mayor- Mayorkas. Yes, the guy that they wanted to fire. He came out. He's the one that came out and said, oh, actually, Border Patrol has seen 50% decrease in migration arrests since Title 42 ends. So they're trying to put, spin this thing. The media is spinning this thing that, oh, Title 42 really wasn't 
what you thought it was, and it's right. not going to make that big a difference when we shut it down. Even though two years ago we said how fucking racist it was and we shouldn't have right. it, but now it's like, well, guys, it's really not. Like, right. you're making this a bigger thing than it is. Because, yeah. And then Mayorkas comes out, he's like, actually, actually, there's been less arrests since 42 ended. <laughs> now that's less arrests. Yeah, right. Does that just mean they stopped arresting them? Right, yeah, they just are, again, catch and release. Yeah. So this is from The Hill. It says, Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorka said Sunday that the Border Patrol had seen 50% drop in encounters, so not arrests, encounters at the southern border in days following the expiration of Title 42, a pandemic-era policy that allowed the rapid expulsion of asylum seekers. In fact, over the past two days, they're basing this on two fucking days, (laughs) in the past two days, the United States Border Patrol has seen an approximate 50% drop in the number of people encountered at our border as compared to the number earlier this week before 42 came to an end midnight on Thursday, hmm. uh, he told uh, this week, whatever that is. Title 42 ended last week, sparking concerns among lawmakers and officials that a surge of migrants would try to cross the U.S. border. Officials were expecting a heavy influx of migrants, but officials said they have yet to see a change in migrant levels in the media hours after the rule expired. Now, get this. In preparation for the surge, the Biden administration allocated resources to the border, including sending 24,000 Border Patrol agents and military troops and asylum officers. Interesting. Do you think maybe that's... Part of the reason why less people I think came that would scare the shit out of a lot of like, people. Like you see, like tanks and shit rolling up yeah. to the border. That wouldn't that would have an effect. You see how they kind of fudge the numbers here? It's like, yeah. watch this. Uh, we're not going to do dick, right? While Title Forty Two, while Trump policies, we'll just call yeah. it Trump policy, Trump Forty Two policy, um, is in place. We're not going to do shit, and then as soon as we end his policies, we're going to secure the borders. With 24,000 yeah. extra agents and military and tanks and right. shit. And then we're going to see people like, nope, I don't yeah, want to right. go there. And then we're <laughs> going to be able to be like, see that with my policies. Well, like we ended, we didn't even have to implement policies. Yeah. We just ended Trump's policies. And look how much more secure the borders. Yeah, because you decided to do something, right. you dumbass. Yeah. It's, it's like when you're not doing dick about it, even though the policy is in place, but you're not doing like. Last year, I think it was 2022 or 20, I think it was in 2022, Biden cut half a billion dollars out of the Border Patrol. Last year. I remember that. During the Trump era policies. And this year, all of a sudden he decided to send 24,000 extra troops and Border Patrol agents. And he's like, oh, look, his policies weren't with that. That's because you defunded his policies and then you overly funded your Right. Changeover, I guess. And then you're going to compare like, oh, the, in the last two days, we saw a 50 percent decrease because right. I know it might may or may not have to do with the tanks that we put right. on the border. But but we saw a 50 percent well, decrease. But and, and you see the evidence in that with the again, the reaction of the local governments. Right. I mean, you haven't heard Dick from the, the governor of Texas. Right. Right. Where you would think he'd be freaking out about this shit. Right. right. Like National Guard, I don't know, something. The most you get is people in California are suing because it's too strict. Right. Now, another thing to realize is the fact that they've already known that one Title 42 ends, they're going to ramp things up harder. So, and they, they probably made that slightly public. So, 
in the last week or so, people are like, this is our last chance to run across the border because yeah. things are going to tighten up more. Right. And so then um, you saw kind of an influx in the last, like, couple weeks and then mm. all of a sudden title 42 ends and they're like nope i don't want to get arrested because that's five years right that i'm locked out of being able to apply for asylum right so i i it's just interesting that they the, the play on words mm-hmm. that they just make it they do things to make it look like well trump's policies were a failure ours are going to be more successful mm-hmm. well that's because you decided to do shit right, this time right. and, and i'm sure you'll see that well if biden debates but you'll definitely see, you know, that in the, in oh, yeah. the election. That, stuff. That'll like, yeah. come up. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, during the Trump era policies that we had Your to ride those policies. out. And it was the Republicans that kept Title 42 in place because yep. they sued when I tried to drop it. Your racist fucking policies. And as soon as they were done, look at that. Yeah. The border has just fixed itself. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's going to be a shit show. Oh, absolutely. It will. It, it's going to be a nightmare is what it's going to be. So, um, Increased spending at the border, mm. increased troop presence at the border. Mm-hmm. Some things that if Donald Trump was like, you know what, I'm going to send tanks to the border, oh the, bi- the biggest tanks, the biggest, and I'm going to send the military to the border. I mean, people would lose their goddamn oh, mind. Yeah. Yes. What, yeah. you're, you're sending our military to yeah. the border? How fucking racist are you? Right, right. But for some reason, when it's Joe not racist Biden. <laughs> right. It, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's normal. Like, oh yeah, the military. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Secure our borders. That the uh, I, how I, how is it that an entire like voting demo like a voting segment can just be so easily flipped in their in their yeah. mindset? It's like he ran on basically like borders are racist. Tri- uh, kids in cages are racist. We need laxer border laws we need laxer immigration laws then all of a sudden he turns around and it's like we're gonna fucking arrest him yeah we're gonna send in the military we're gonna arrest him they're not gonna be able to come back in for five more years and it's just like oh yeah no, no that makes sense because like you said it's not presented that way well so that, they're they're not yeah. hearing that you know so they have no idea what are they hearing though well, like what exactly besides ending trump era uh, border laws, right. and they're like, "Woo, yeah, yeah, right. exactly." The Finally, that's, the racist is over. Literally, all they yeah. can hear is that, and that numbers are down, and that's numbers are hearing. down. We ended the racist law, Trump laws, and numbers are down. Woo! It's yeah. like, but our rules uh, to don't tell them that our laws are slightly more racist, right, or right. equally racist at least. And, and I'm curious. Um, what the president of Mexico thinks about a U.S. military presence at his border? I know I was wondering so, that too. Like, does it does that bother him? Because remember when the Republicans said we should send the military yes. to combat the cartel, and everybody's like, oh, "You're fucking out of your mind." So, but it's okay to, I don't know. Like, yeah. I cannot wrap my head around politics in 2023 anymore. Yeah. I. It was getting to a point where it's like, oh, we can kind of understand this. We can understand this side's going to do this. This guy's going to do this. They're both dumbasses. Yeah. But now it's getting to the point. It's like, I don't like like the Democrats are like warmongering, like border patrol agents. What are the Republicans now then? Yeah. So this is from Reuters. Reuters? Reuters? Right. Um, Mexico is cooperating with the United States to avoid chaos and violence on their shared border as U.S. COVID-19 restrictions known as COVID-42 come to an end. Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador said Thursday, the restrictions which have blocked hundreds of thousands of migrants caught at the border from seeking asylum since 2020 are set to end Thursday. 
let's see. Uh, it said authorities were working in the south of Mexico to protect migrants amid an increase of people smugglers offering to take migrants to the United States. He said his administration had decided to send the Mexican National Guard to the country's southern borders and that they had been given orders to not use force against the migrants. So it sounds like they're trying to stop the influx of migrants to the border. He also urged Biden to adopt the good neighbor policies and work with countries such as Cuba and Venezuela so that their citizens do not need to migrate. So so give them all fucking money is what he said. Basically, yes. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, you could be a good neighbor and just send yes. all those countries he, money. He is encouraging citizens of those countries to not um, migrate. He has long pushed for the U.S. to invest more in the region to tackle the root causes of migration. There you go. Send throw Kamala money down. Just throw, yeah, so where's Kamala Harris at? Seriously. <laughs> so, so I wonder... Mexico is probably getting money to cooperate. Oh, Mexico is getting yeah. money. Yeah. So they're like, giving money and be like, hey, um, just kind of help keep things under control yeah. and don't freak out. We're going to send some troops that way. Right. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I mean, I would not be surprised if Mexico is getting paid off to keep this at the status quo of what yeah. this is. And, and, and uh, yeah, I actually, I bet you the southern border is the shit show right now because like Mexico is, yes, Mexico is keeping everybody locked up there so that they don't do an influx towards our border. Probably, yeah. Because nobody's paying attention to that border. Right. Nobody, nobody cares. Gives it's a shit. fucking Mexico. It's Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do find it interesting that now all of a sudden, like I, like I was saying, once they're, once the Trump era ends, the Trump era policy ends, they all of a sudden start following through with policies so they can make yeah. it look like they're having success. Similar to, like, COVID. You know, right. when they shut right. down the fucking economy, right. and then all of a sudden they kept it. They're like, well, we're going to keep this shut down all the way through the fucking elections, and then as soon as elections are over, it's like, mm-hmm. guys, we can start opening back up this economy now. Right. And they're like, oh, look at all these, uh, like, this yeah. boom in the economy yeah. that we... Look at all like, these jobs. You, you fucked it up to begin yeah. with. Yeah. All y'all fucked it up. So, I mean, that's basically what this is. It's like, yeah. well, we screwed up the border for the last two years by not doing a damn thing because the Republicans didn't want to yeah. release the Trump-era policies. So we can make them look bad by screwing that up, and then as soon as those go away, we'll actually do something about it. Yeah. So <laughs> you wanted to talk about the phone app. Yes. Let's talk about the Let's phone f- app. Migrants, this is from NPR, migrants are frustrated with a phone app. <laughs> Would you have guessed? N- not at <laughs> Migrants. all. Migrants. <laughs> like, they don't got a lot going for them to begin <laughs> with. And they're frustrated with the phone app. Yeah. What, what, what's the name of the app? Uh, it yeah, it does say at some point. I'll get to it. Okay. So in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico... At the foot of the, the Paso del Norte International Bridge, a half dozen young men are hunched over their phones. They're trying to sign up for the coveted appointment for an interview at the U.S. port of entry just across the bridge in El Paso, Texas. One by one, they look up in disappointment, their screens showing a familiar message. System error. Would you have expected anything more from a government website than <laughs> no, system error? Not at all. I think... <laughs> It'd be hilarious if it was just like a scam. It's like that's r- literally all it is. It's you know, just, somebody's going to take advantage of that. Just right? a page that says yeah. system error. 
Uh, when you log in, the app kicks you out, said Luis Suarez, a 37-year-old from Venezuela, while holding up his phone. The app opens up at 9 a.m., and at 9.01, you can't register. Jeez. For migrants like Suarez, the CBP1 CBP app is what it's called. CBP, like something Border Patrol. There it is. One app. Is now the primary authorized portal to seek asylum at the U.S.-Mexico border. U.S. immigration authorities touted a major overhaul of the app that took effect last week in respect in response to widespread complaints. And guess what? Didn't work. <laughs> so they majorly they, so they spent a bunch of our money overhauling this app. Yeah, and it doesn't la- it doesn't stay online for one minute. So it opens up at nine, and they say it's down by nine oh one. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. But migrants in Ciudad, you should have seen it before the overhaul. It was like 20 <laughs> yeah, seconds. Right. I mean, this I could see them doing it. It's like, this is an upgrade. This one minute is an upgrade from the last version, which was 20 seconds. So you should be happy. The migrants in Ciudad Juarez said the app is still not working for them. Um, it says, it's a waste of time, said Suarez, with frustration in his voice. Even now that it's been updated, it just sits on the logo. Uh, it sends you back to the beginning, and when you try again, the appointments are gone. You have to wait until the next day. It sounds like, now this sounds like the DMV on steroids. Yeah. Right. I mean, just imagine that. Yeah. Like, you've been, you've all been to the DMV. You know how the government works with lines and shit and appointments. Yeah. Now imagine your entire life depends on that, of whether or not you get to be allowed into the country. Yeah. And it's one phone app. How many servers, first of all, you think that phone app has? Oh and their DMV servers, yeah. no less. Yeah. You got something over there? You look yeah, like so I, I downloaded the app. And uh, let's see here. So it says, uh, uh, okay, information collected. After do- downloading the app, it says, uh, let's see, um, you'll be, depending on your user, you'll be asked to enter specific, specific information, including your identified pin uh your your first name your birthday your last name country of residence uh trusted traveler program number i don't know what that is uh travel documentation issue date visa information do- photo of documents email address carrier name broker name importer name um Phone number, GPS location, your face image for verification. Jesus Christ. Your device ID, including your operating right, system. Right, wait, 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 wait. Stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. Go back to where it said photograph. Yes. Like read like the sentence before that sentence after. Okay. So it says here uh, document number, issue date, issue country, and expiration date, visa, including visa number, issue date, issue country, photo of documents. Email address, carrier name, broker name, importer name, importer ID, file, phone number, GPS location, and face image for verification. However, it is completely racist to have a photo ID for a voter's registration. Right? Yeah. Right. But this, whatever, whatever, I, I stopped listening yeah. again. No, so whatever all that shit was, including a photo ID or a photograph and GPS location and all that stuff, that's not yeah. racist because- it's not yeah. Donald Trump. Right, exactly. Now, Derek Ambrose says, and you kind of covered a lot of this. He says, now hear me out. Now, this is from Derek Ambrose, not okay. me. We could have them all wear an armband, transport them across the country by rail, house them in a concentrated area where we could give them all the vaccinations for their safety. 
it, it's funny that he said that because when you were talking before about ankle bracelets, the first thing that came to my mind was gold stars. <laughs> well, you had said something about uh, like traveler ID yep. number or yeah. something. Pa- I'm like, papers? what are they getting? Papers? Well, I was thinking, are they getting that like ta- oh, their traveler yeah. ID number like right. tattooed on themselves yeah, or no like? Shit. <laughs> right. What the fuck is going on? No. <laughs> Let's move on. Says Suarez got tired of waiting for the app to work, he said. So he crossed the border and turned himself into Border Patrol last week. <laughs> he was detained for four days and expelled back to Mexico. He's like, well, I might as well get a free trip back home right. out of this. So yeah, I'm right. going to jump over the border and get a free trip back home. His eyes were bloodshot from exhaustion, but he's not giving up. He wants to get to the U.S. to find a job that will allow him to support his wife and two children in Venezuela. CBP, the Custom and Border Patrol says it's working on minor issues. Like, you know, the minor issues such as it doesn't fucking work, right. that minor issue. Immigration authorities have been trying to make improvements to the One app. They've increased the number of appointments from 750 to approximately 1,000 per day border-wide. Those appointments are now made available throughout the day instead of at one specified time. We believe that the changes have been working well uh, the assistant secretary for border and immigration policy uh, said during a call with reporters Friday, we fully appreciate that there is strong demand for the thousand slots that will be available every day. So individuals may need to wait. I think it should just be. I mean, this app could be super fucking easy. You right. just yeah. load it up. You hit a button that like gives you a lottery number, right. and it, they just pick a number. And I mean, that's basically what it's going to yeah. be anyway. It says the average estimated time to complete this application is ten minutes. Well, there you go. It should be fine. Yeah, as long as it loads. <laughs> right. But exactly. you, but it shuts down within one minute. Remember? Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, and I'm going to delete this app off my phone now. <laughs> hey, add it. So you you downloaded the app? I downloaded oh. the app. I I didn't want to. Uh, yeah, you're being tracked now. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, and you're kind of brown, so you might <laughs> they'll send me back. You might get deported. <laughs> uh, so he added, as with any kind of new rollout of a process or technology, we do expect there may be some minor issues along the way, and we've been addressing those as they've been brought to our attention. <sighs> so, what do you think so far? It sounds like a shit show, man. I mean, is there any more nightmare to hear? Well, the government has an app that if you just the DMV get online, has an app, yeah. Right. The DMV has an app. And how, how well does that work, right? Do everybody remember Obamacare trying to get online to enroll for health? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, people are still trying to enroll. <laughs> exactly. To this day. And Obama's been out of office for eight years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, it just does not sound like a good thing. So this, I don't know. This, I, I mean, I don't maybe know. that's the plan. They're gonna. They want to piss people off so bad with the app that people will just give up and go back to their own country. Just go the fuck home. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's like you know what? I'll deal with poverty. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. That's like you don't like when it was like lining up and doing paperwork with people in person. You kind of shared fifty percent of the blame with that. Right. If. You give them a shitty app that doesn't work, and it's like, the only way to do this process now is to fill out our shitty app, and then the app doesn't work, and it's just like, oh, it's not us. It's not on us. It's on yeah. you. Right. you we, right. we told you. We yeah. gave you the phone app, guys. Right. Could we have not given yeah. you a better we way? we made to- it easier? Yeah. I mean, right. you just got to have a phone. That's it. Yeah. And we, we'll even give you the phones, but then if it doesn't work, it's no longer on us, Right. and yeah, the you got to go home if it I doesn't work. I just realized- <laughs> 
and I don't know if if just because my phone's an uh, American phone, but all that information was in English. Oh, weird. There, there was no like option for a different There's languages. No Spanish. Oh. <laughs> oh God, that is fantastic. I can't imagine it's because it's American phone because there's a lot of Hispanic right. people. Well, in... you would think they'd give an option for like different languages. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> like we can't understand it. Well, we didn't translate it to Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> if you can, if, minor issue. If you can speak English, then please come to our country. <laughs> right. Man, I, I, this is America. We speak yeah. English. I mean, again, is it not? Seem does it not seem like the whole Democrat Party is like turning back into the Republican Party? No, right. uh, just it just you know it goes back to the whole. They're basically the same. They party. are. Right? I mean, they love war now. Absolutely. They hate the border crossings now, and they want all the Mexicans to speak English. Right. And they're all about photo IDs all right, of a sudden right. too. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Um, so, what do you think about this? five-year ban that all of a sudden they're yeah. just like, you know, you know what would be great is if we just punished them for coming illegally. Right. Yeah, where'd that come from? Genius. Right. I, I, I just had this idea. What if we crack down yeah. and if they cross illegally, we do something about it? I think it. that was a Trump idea. It I was. Think in That's the debates, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Trump proposed this shit yeah. and the court shut it, shot it down yeah. because everybody said it was... It was racist. Racist. Yeah. And now they're like, you know, you <laughs> know, great idea. What if we just like they do something illegal and there's punishments <laughs> for that instead right? of just saying, no, that's illegal. Stop. No, right. just go back. Just don't do it again. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, oh, I mean, that kind of sucks. This is like time four, man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Try a different river. <laughs> right. It's like, don't you get tired? No. So instead they're like, you know, if you do this. You have no option for asylum for five years. So like, oh, so now there might be consequences to my actions. Right. Yes. I'm going to have to rethink that. Uh, maybe. Uh, so what's this phone app we're talking about? Yeah, right. CB1? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just fucking playing politics. That's it all is. this shit is. It is. It's all uh, all politics. Nobody nobody actually cares about the Mexicans. That's right. that's the sad yes. part about all this. Yes. Nobody gives two shits about the Mexicans. You're absolutely right. And, or the Venezuelans or the Cubans or whatever. It's just, well, the Republicans don't like uh, borders, so we got to be pro-borders. Then all of a sudden it's like, well, these borders are kind of hurting our bottom yeah. line and our, our voting numbers, so maybe we don't like borders right now. <laughs> right. It, it's just yeah. dollars and, and cents in that. votes. Yes. That's all it is. Yeah. It's like, well, um, Actually, probably they're like, you know, in the last election, a lot of these Mexicans didn't vote for you. And they're like, oh, close the borders. Yeah, right. Didn't work. <laughs> yeah, right. The policy didn't work. Fucking Cubans. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because remember, like a lot of the Catholics yeah. didn't vote for Yeah, I remember that Biden. they really were pissed off at the Cubans out of Florida because yeah. the Cu Cubans were like, yeah. well, we don't want a communist country. But guess what? No more Cubans. <laughs> yeah, right. We're, we, what about the Chinese? Do you guys like, will you go? <laughs> Chinese will obviously vote for. Did you know yeah. there's been a like major influx of Chinese nationalists coming across the Mexican border? I, I think border? I sent you that article. Did you, Are you the one that, we'll get yeah. into that. In a little bit. But that that one's really interesting. Yeah. Before I get into break, I want to hit this last one. Because, like I was saying, one side would like you to believe that it's not that big of a deal. Right. Like, the freaking uh, 
Title 42 ending, it's not a huge deal because it wasn't really doing that much right, to begin right. with. And then the other side is trying to make it a huge fucking right. deal. Right, yeah. So we got this congressman from Texas, a Republican, is claiming the situation, or he's dismissing claims that the situation is not that bad. Okay. This is worded really weird. Yeah. So he dismisses the claims that dismiss how, how bad the situation So he's saying it's bad, is what he's saying. Okay. Long, long way to say it's bad. Uh, because this is Tony, Representative Tony Gonzalez from Texas, said in videos he recorded in El Paso that showed the border situation is worse than it's being portrayed. He says, this is what I'm hearing and on the ground from mayors, from Border Patrol agents, from embedded media, everyone is saying it's not that bad. I visited El Paso and went to the Central Processing Center. Um, it says, in El Paso, there's over 6,000 people in custody in this particular facility. It's meant to house 1,000. There's 6,000 people locked up in this facility. Huh. Wow. Okay. It's housing over, it says it's housing over 3,000. So it's at 450% capacity, this wow. place. That they're not supposed to be locking in cages for, but it, but it's not that bad. So what happens? So I mean, we've addressed the fact that Title Forty Two is ending, and then we're going to start locking up, like cracking down more and sending them mm -hmm. back in five years. Right. What about the people that are here right. in those facilities already? Yeah, do we send them back? Do those pre-Title Forty Two laws apply, right. or do the post-Title Forty Two laws apply? I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, that's that's a valid question. I mean, I, I'm sure that's something they didn't think about. Oh, you know, they thought about it. They did. Well, I mean, maybe they just think that they can use that as an excuse. Well, we got overcrowding here, so we have to release them. Right. That that's that's exactly yeah what's going to happen. Am I recording or not? I thought you were. I can't tell. Hang on. Time out. I got to make sure my recording's recording. It's still recording. We're okay. good. We're good. I thought I hit a, I thought I hit something. So that's what I wanted to save to go back to that Associated Press article. Oh, with the overcrowding. Overcrowding. So we said we're going to send it back five years, blah, right, blah, blah. Right, right, Here's Here's the kicker. Border patrol stations are meant to house migrants temporarily and don't have capacity to hold the volume of people coming in. Some stations are already too crowded. As a result, agents began releasing migrants into the U.S. with instructions to appear at immigration offices within 60 days. <laughs> agents were told to begin releasing in an area where holding facilities were at 125% capacity. Now, Which what was like El Paso at? 450. 450. So, um, probably all of them can right. start releasing. That's my thought, yeah. Um, or the average time in custody exceeds 60 hours. How many of those you think are sitting in for more than 60 hours? All of them. Probably all of them. They also were told to start releasing if 7,000 migrants were taken into custody across the entire border in any one day. How many were being taken into custody about a month ago? Was it 10,000? 10, about 10, yeah. 10 right. plus thousand. So, yeah. all so of, again. They're, check, they're checking all the boxes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, well, we're going to crack down on the border, but we have all these like thousands, yeah. hundreds of thousands locked up. We're just going to like, yeah, oh, let but, them in. Hey, guys, make sure you come back in 60 days. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you, you'll be back. Right. Yeah. Um, we, we trust you. I mean, uh, 
do, do they put ankle bracelets on all these people? I mean, they should, but I doubt it. I, I doubt it. Um, Derek Ambrose says, <laughs> 400% capacity. Sounds pretty concentrated. <laughs> Derek Ambrose is trying to get us kicked off YouTube without doing it. All right. He also says we should find them for illegally crossing. Maybe we could lower our taxes. Then the <laughs> long string of ha ha ha's. I mean, that would make sense. It's like yeah. just find them at like ten thousand dollars every time. There you go. Right. Cut or, our taxes down. Or, or we could put them to work without paying them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or there's that. <laughs> we can give them all these like striped pajama suit right, things right. and. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Florida filed a lawsuit claiming the release violates an earlier court ruling. Late Thursday, a federal judge agreed and at least temporarily halted the administration's plan for releases. Custom and Border Protection said in a statement that it would comply with the court order while also calling it a harmful ruling that would result in unsafe overcrowding and undercut our ability to efficiently process and remove migrants. Because they're efficient now. The, the, the wording here is fantastic. Yeah. It's just like, well, uh, I mean, you're just you're just cutting into what we're, we're – you're screwing up everything we're trying yeah, to do. We we're trying to make this system. better. We have the phone app. <laughs> We've got the five years. We got yeah. – like, we got a good we thing got the going. bracelets. But if you stop us from – like, uh, we got to obviously start from ground right. zero. Right. Yeah. That's how this – like, we got to just wipe the slate clean – Push them all into the country. Right. We'll start now. Yes. Now we'll start, yes. and all that any new person will have to. Yeah. But all the rest of them will just let let them go. Yeah. Like, what blanket asylum or whatever. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I that, mean, and that sounds exactly what's going to happen. So if you're will. already here, you've been in the shit show. Just go. Just be back in sixty days. Oh, I forgot about Maybe. this part. The U.S. Officials plan to open 100 regional migration hubs across the Western Hemisphere where people can seek re seek placement in other countries, including Canada and Spain. So we're going to have, like, oh, migration fuck. hubs Are you where they can just go me? hit up those hubs. It says there will be hubs in Colombia and Guatemala, but it's not clear where others will be. Up so is that, like, an embassy? Basically. It's kind of like yeah, like a, a freaking migration embassy uh -huh. where you can you don't have to walk all the way across the jungle to like get rejected here. <laughs> well, we can you just go to your local migration yeah. hub. Well, you and know, get rejected it, it saves there. it saves the people from getting picked up by the um, the slavers and right. the, the I mean, human I, traffickers, sure. right? I I don't know. I just see it. just it's just for more the politicians. It's more room for. Money to be laundered. Absolutely, what it is. sounds you know, like. You're absolutely right. Yeah, let's uh, let's just go to those countries that have the corrupt governments. You know right. that um, that the people want to leave. Right. And we'll just ask them: it, do, Is it okay if we just set up a place here, right, where people can come to us and be like, "We want to leave." Right. Oh, just just three hundred million dollars a year. Okay, oh yeah, that's no problem. fair. Right? Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 lease the land from you. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You created this problem. We're gonna create the solution. Yeah. and you get paid for it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works. That look at sounds Ukraine. Like American thinking. Right yeah, look there. at Ukraine. Right. It's great. Right. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This all this whole thing's stupid. It is stupid. Yeah, like I said, I would love to see 
where this goes in, in the next election, if anywhere. All this is is just padding a resume. That's all it, uh, it is. It's just they're trying, again, to skew the numbers, mm-hmm. just like the COVID numbers, because you know when re-election comes, the COVID numbers are going to come oh, up. Just yeah. like COVID numbers came up big time in the yeah. in the uh, midterm elections. Yeah. So they're going to skew, the, like screw up the numbers, adjust the counting, yeah. kind of like they did with yeah. the, the test. Remember when they changed like the testing mm-hmm. policies where it's like, yes. well, you don't have to retest yeah. Now, if you've had the vaccine, so they kind of fudged mm-hmm. the the vaccine the vaccine efficacy numbers because yes. like if you're not vaccinated and you test positive, you have to test negative before you come back. But if you are vaccinated, you don't even have to test positive. Right. We don't test you at all. Right. Yeah. And that's how we keep the the and, numbers and, and different. And Biden's gonna be come back and be like, "Well, you had kids in cages. We don't have any kids. Yeah, in we cages. have zero kids. Go, go look. There's no kids there. There's no kids in the cages. Well, we just killed them all. <laughs> yeah. Good luck finding those bodies. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just that's all it is. It's all just an election yeah. stunt. It is. That's exactly and it. And there's gonna be a lot more of them leading up in this <laughs> next year. <Jesus. laughs> And you thought election stunts were bad when we had actual people who could think in the office. Right. Now yeah. we have a guy that can't think, and there's all these people around him that are like, you know, it'd be a good idea. You should do this. Yeah. At least with Donald Trump, he's just like, no, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, right. We're gonna that that will make better. me look really, really dumb, <laughs> and I am the smartest person. Yeah. And... Just because you thought of it, I'm going to say no because I didn't think of it, and that's your idea. So I don't want that idea to be my idea. I'm going to say something else. Uh, but for for Biden, it's like, oh, an idea. Yeah, do, do just do that. Not not only that, but we also have a guy that is so fucking corrupt and surrounded by corrupt people that he he's going to make bank on anything. Oh yeah. He's, I mean, that that seems to be his goal. Hunter Biden is probably, like, invested in these, like, oh. hubs. Oh, yeah, right. Somehow. He's probably already brokered land deals, yes. right? He's invested in the phone app, even. Yeah, like, right, yes. He, he bought stock in the phone app. Yes. He bought stock in the uh, immigration hubs. Yeah. But, but Biden has nothing to do with that, even though they share a joint bank account. Yeah, so. right, right. That's, I mean, that's just how this works. We got to get into break. We're overdue for a break. I want to get into some of the... The obvious, you know, if the borders were to open up, some of the obvious problems. Sure. Like, uh, I don't know, there's the whole, like, drug issue, which yeah. isn't going anywhere either way. Uh, there's, like, terrorists. I, I'm starting to sound like Donald Trump now. There's <laughs> terrorists. There's there's a rapist <laughs> and a terrorist. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> The first time it's like they're sending the rapists and the terrorists, and the second they're like, "Whoa, dude, you can't say that." And then in the re-election speech, it's like, "Yeah, the borders a shit show. Uh, there was a rapist and a terrorist that crossed the border." Yeah. And then so when they're like, "Dude, that's racist." It's like, I, I mean, there's just there's I was one. just talking about one, just one rapist and one terrorist. But yeah, they were, it was a really people. bad, a really bad rapist and a really bad terrorist. <laughs> And they weren't even the same person. So technically, we could say two terrorists because isn't a rapist really a terrorist? We got to go to break. Then we'll come back and talk about a rapist or something. I don't know. We'll get into it. Maybe 
Maybe we'll talk about it if this is a good idea or a bad idea because <laughs> it's probably a bad idea. <laughs> That's my thought. Uh-huh. Let's go to break. We'll be right back if I can find my button. I lost my button. I just thought you were doing dramatic pause. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Where is my... Break. Oh. oh, there we go. We'll be back. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. back talking about the Mexican Mexican shit show <laughs> my favorite Mexican restaurant that should be a good restaurant yes um so before we get into the blatantly obvious problems with just releasing like opening the borders wide right. even it I still haven't come to terms with if that's actually what's happening or if that's just what the Republicans want you to yeah. think is happening because I, I just don't know anymore what right. is going on. Because looking at what he's saying, the the administration's saying, it's like, that almost sounds like tighter, stricter borders right. yeah, and more racist borders. But then Tucker Carlson or the Republicans are like, well, wide open borders. And it's like, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I'd have to go see for myself. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, and again, you know, it, it, it's an election year, so both sides are going to play, you know, they're going to play on your fears. Right. Right? And oh, yeah. So. Now, again, they're, they're like kind of giving this image that it's actually going to be better. But, like, the Democratic, like, mayors of the big cities and mm -hmm. stuff don't think that it's going to get better. Because right. did you hear how New York City is turning hotels into, like— shelters for yeah, migrants I, I have heard that yes do yeah. you hear like how bad it like yeah how shitty of a job well, and they're I, doing? yeah and i and i think the mayor had come out and was like look we're running out of room to put people well he did yeah. but uh let's let's get rid of the music 
I want to I want to read this because this is so this is such a New York thing to do. Um, let me see if I can find the article. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is turning hotels into migrant shelters to help deal with the influx of asylum seekers expected in the weeks coming after the end of Title 42. So he doesn't sound like the end of Title 42 is going to make shit better. Right. He sounds like this is going to get really bad, guys. Maybe we should well, start opening our hotels up. Uh, but maybe that's a question that we're not asking. Like, how? what does it take to sponsor right an immigrant i i doubt it's 10 cents a day i mean but so it is it easy for the for is it easier to maybe sponsor immigrants i mean are, are we bringing in people to be epstein i mean <laughs> be like hey we're, we got an island for you guys why don't you come hang out you know i mean what are you saying is it easier to traffic the immigrants versus the people we already have here? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, I, I, I believe so. <laughs> I I don't know what would be easier. Now, the interesting thing is, so so first of all, this starts out saying that they're kind of repurposing closed hotels that were like closed. Like this uh, Roosevelt Hotel was closed three years ago. He said he's uh, using this hotel to provide as many as a thousand rooms for migrants who are expected to arrive because the end of Title Forty Two. Was it closed because of like cockroaches and shit? Probably, it's probably a <laughs> shithole. Okay. Across the city, hotels like the Roosevelt that served tourists just a few years ago are being transformed into emergency shelters at, after the end of Title Forty Two, which had allowed federal officials to turn away asylum seekers. Um, so scroll, 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 a lot of pictures. New York has now cared for more than 65,000 asylum seekers already opening up over 140 emergency shelters in eight large scale humanitarian relief centers. In addition to this one to manage the national crisis, the mayor said in a statement announcing the Roosevelt decision. The storied hotel near Grand Central Terminal served as an election headquarters for New York Governor uh, Thomas Dewey. Who in 1948, who fucking cares? Who cares? As the city faces growing pressure to expand its shelter system, it is turning to vacant hotels for those who need a roof and a place to bunk down as they sort out their lives. One of them is the Holiday Inn located in Manhattan's financial district. A few months ago, signs in the lobby window of the 50-story, 500-room bankrupt hotel said it was closed. In February, U.S. bankruptcy judge Philip Bentley approved the hotel's application to sign a contract which will see the establishment house migrants to the tune of $190 per night per room at the taxpayer's cost, obviously. Obviously. So the city is paying them. This bankrupt hotel, this this hotel that couldn't manage its shit. Yeah. All and, of a sudden they're like, you know, you know, we should you should pay us to stay yeah. open. And, and, and we'll in a very elitist area right right financial district of fucking manhattan yeah right i couldn't afford to park there <laughs> but they are getting paid not now it's not like we got to do business now they're just fucking guaranteed 190 dollars per room to house these Tourists migrants couldn't stay in those rooms Fuck for no. 190 dollars <laughs> says scott mark markowitz 
uh, of Tartar, Krinsky, and Drogan, attorneys for the hotel's owner said reopening as a city-sponsored shelter made financial sense. Well, yeah, because you're getting yeah. paid to fucking do nothing. Right. From fucking taxpayers. The deal will bring in around $10.5 million into the Holiday Inn's coffers over the next 14 months, reports Bloomberg. So it's not we want to take care of so it's the homeless. So $190 a night? Yeah. So that's... Uh, so that's ninety five thousand dollars if it's at capacity a night. Well, yeah, I was saying for a fee that will total roughly a hundred thousand dollars a day for taxpayers. Yeah, hundred thousand dollars at our cost. If migrants are still in the get this, all right. So they have a contract. Holiday Inn has this worked out the contract. One hundred ninety dollars a day per. Do they room. get a complimentary breakfast? If migrants are still in the hotel after the contract expires, the city will be required to pay Holiday Inn. Seven hundred and fifty dollars a night per room. Holy fuck. And per room per night. Why I don't live in New York. <laughs> oh, many. Holy Somebody shit. worked some sort of you do you think it's just coincidence that they happen to go broke and bankrupt like a right. couple months ago in this area? It's like right. you know, yeah. you got this thing coming down the, they're like, you know, this this is really working out. And then all of a sudden the uh the mayor's like you know, we're passing down this law, $190 a night for closed hotels. They're <laughs> like, we can close our hotel yeah, right. for $100, yeah, right. $190 a yeah. night. And then after the contract, we'll $750. We'll make it, we'll make it worth your while to keep them in there past yeah, the contract right. and $750. Says they rent out every room at the hotel at a certain price every night, Markowitz said, adding that it is bringing substantially more revenue than normal operations would have brought in. So he's like bragging about this shit. Oh, fuck shit. yeah. This is the lawyers for Holiday Inn. It's like, we're doing great, guys. We've, we've worked out this deal with yeah. the government. They <laughs> subsidize us because we, we suck a business and we put up their, their migrants. Yeah, I think we're going to start sucking at more of our locations. Yes. <laughs> it's not new for the city to turn to hotels for New Yorkers. Without homes, when shelters and other options aren't available, uh, during the pandemic, group shelters made it difficult to comply with social distancing rules, prompting the city to rent out hundreds of hotel rooms as quasi-COVID wards. You know, that's a great point. They don't do this for the fucking homeless people that live in New York. Yes, but they're going to do it for all the migrants. Now, listen to this next sentence right. here. It is our moral and legal obligation to provide shelter to anyone who needs it. Wow. Said the city's Department of Social Services in a statement. Now, one of these hotels, I'm not, I'm not going to read the article, but one of these hotels, um, at least one of these hotels, has been known. They're, they're an open functioning hotel chain that has booted current reservations. One being like this wedding party that had 36 rooms reserved for their wedding. And they booted They them. booted them because the $190 a night was sub substantially more than what they were paying. Holy they God. booted them. No wedding, no nothing. They're, I mean, they're they're having to, like, re-find new places for these people for their wedding party to the tune of, like, 20 grand or something like that. Jeez. What makes it better? Now, I remember that statement. Yeah. Our moral and legal obligation to provide shelter to anyone who needs it. There is a small business... That started in the New York area that worked out an arrangement with one of the hotel chains to house uh, VA vets, like vet, vet, homeless vets. Sure. They worked out an agreement with the hotel for like 80 bucks a night, to and they've been doing it for years there. 
Well, the hotel gets window of the 190 bucks a night, and they're like, you know what? We don't like your $88 a night for your vets. We're booting your vets. We're bringing wow. in the migrants for 190 Wow. But it's their moral and legal obligation to provide yeah. shelter to anyone right. who needs it, yeah. as long as they're paying $190 Substantially a night. more than what yes. they... Yeah. Yeah. Right. How many homeless people... Like, there's only, like... I looked it up. There's only, like, 3,500 homeless people that live out in, like, the public spaces right, in right. New York City, supposedly. Yeah. Right. The rest have, like, shelters and shit sure. like that. But there are, like, 3,500. Yeah. What What are we doing for them? Like, are we closing down hotels? Yeah. And right. is the city paying $190 a night to house those people? Fuck no. But it's your moral and legal obligation. Yeah. As long as, I, long I, as they're making bank. Right? I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. How yeah. they... <laughs> but nobody's like calling them on their shit. Markowitz is sitting there bragging about it, man. Yeah, the, the freaking <laughs> lawyer for her uh, Holiday Inn is like, hey, I mean, we've never made this much money. Yeah, this right. is great. This is great for business, yeah. guys. These migrants are great for the economy. Now, are, is it really great for the economy no. when, like, economically, the hotel doesn't even have to try to do good business right. at this point? Yeah. What about like tourists right. in the area? Because a lot of small, it's not the hotel chains that necessarily need the tourism, especially when the government comes in and is like, yeah. we'll pay you to keep these migrants here. But the small businesses that rely on tourism season, right. I, I don't know anything yeah. about this district in New York City, but there's got to be like some businesses that rely on the tourist right. season. And now there's no tour. You think those migrants are going to be like, oh, well, let's go to that mom and pop shop down the road and get a good. No, right. they're. Yeah, let's go to Broadway and get that $25 burger. Right. No, none of that's fucking no. happening because they can't even pay for their own homes. You think they're paying for their tourist attractions or going to yeah. go go up in the Statue of Liberty right. or something? Well, and that brings a valid point is that you got to feed them too. Yeah, you got to right? feed them. You got to. Um, medical clothe care. them, uh, yeah. Med medical, yeah, all this shit. But the last thing on their mind is propping up the local economy. Right. Yes, exactly, because they don't give a shit about it. No, I mean they, they don't have the money, the finances to give a yeah. shit about it. I'm not saying anything bad about them well, for not propping up right. our economy. I'm saying everything bad about our government. That's right. like fuck your local economy. Let's yeah. house these migrants. Right, because in addition to the them paying all this shit for the um, hotels. You know the city's getting a nice big grant? Yeah. Right? Oh, the, the city is getting money from the feds, and the feds are getting money from us Yeah, at Ukraine and other right, places. Right. Yeah. Derek says, I have four rooms in my basement. Can I rent out those to the government? I'm I'd sure you could. I'd have to evict some spiders, but for $190 a night, I would do it. <laughs> I would, too. Yeah. I right? had to evict a couple spiders over the weekend, so... But not for $190, which is some bullshit. So it's our moral and legal obligation to provide shelter to anyone who needs it. As such, we have utilized and will continue to utilize every tool at our disposal to meet the needs of every family and individual who comes to us seeking shelter. <laughs> Provided they can pay $190 a night. Before the surge in asylum seekers, the city was dealing with increased homelessness, packed shelters, and a dearth of affordable housing. New York even announced a plan to send hundreds of migrants to hotels in suburban Orange and Rockland counties across the Hudson River, angering the local leaders. That's my, my family's county, Orange County. Yeah. 
Rockland had issued a state of emergency, which means migrants traveling to the client or the cities in the areas will be banned from housing migrants. I'm I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know what that's worded, but mm. it says um, day threatened to fine hotels two thousand dollars per day per migrant. So he was, wait, what? I think I don't know. He was the guy from the the ritzy suburban neighborhood, and okay. I think he was threatening to oh. find the hotels that took in the migrants because oh, he didn't okay. want those in the area. dirty migrants in his sure. his neighborhood. Keep them back in the city, like, like away from the white yeah. people. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what what's your thoughts on New York, like paying out the hotels, paying I, the hotels to do this shit? I, it's for them. sickening, man. It, it really is. But what do you do with it, like? I don't. Again, I don't blame the migrants. They gotta go somewhere. No, I don't blame the migrants. They're being coaxed here. They're being like yeah. used as political pawns, it, like it, shipped exactly. to Martha's Vineyard, shipped right. to like wherever yeah. makes like political sense right. to to make make as much of a ruckus as possible. Right. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's just like I just want a fucking job. Right. right. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Right. But people are like all these all these freaking dirty Mexicans taking our job. It's like. I don't blame any no, of the migrants. I, don't I blame, blame the migrants all the all. politics yes. and all the countries that made yeah. this possible. Exactly. You know, there, there's common sense solutions there. They're just not using them because they're using it as pawns. Common sense. Yes. Right? I mean, to use a political term. <laughs> there is, there's no common sense in politics. So, no. no. There's no common sense solution because it's in politics. Well, but, but they're not looking for them. They're just using it now, for press. Imagine this. Let's say, as the Republicans would say, that an influx in immigration would tank our economy and throw us into the shitter, which sure. anything could. Any, any government decision will We're tank on the our, edge. Yeah, we're, already, we're right there. What happens when our economy goes, like, why are all these immigrants here to begin with? Because their economy's Because <laughs> their economy went to shit. <laughs> right. And their corrupt government made it possible that yeah. they could come here. So let, what happens when our economy goes to Then where do they go? Where do we go? Where do we migrate to? When our, do we go back to Mexico? Yeah, do we yeah, go to Mexico? I, I think so. I do think we go so. to Cuba and Venezuela or Ukraine? I mean, Canada. a lot of there's a lot Canada. of money in Ukraine right now. That's true. That's I mean, true. a lot of money in Ukraine. We just so, got to get there. We just got to get to Ukraine. <laughs> Uh, boats. I mean, the Cubans yeah, make good boats. I've heard. So. <laughs> Maybe we could. That's a make, hell of a boat ride, man. <laughs> float, on, float on a door. Yeah, right. across Ukraine. the Pacific. Oh Jesus! I mean, yeah, well, that's the thing. There, there is no exit strategy for us, right? Nobody wants Americans. Like Canada's <laughs> not even making me want to go there. Like I oh, would love no. to live in Canada. Sure. Like. The territory of Canada. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, but uh, fuck your guns and your rights right. and shit. And we're, I'm just like, but you got the nice trees and the mountains <laughs> and hunting and moose. You right. got moose. Right. You got moose. How can you fuck up a country that has moose? They found a way. Trudeau found a way. I guess. Uh, <laughs> so I, I said we were going to get into the obvious problems of open yeah. borders, which seems to be the direction we're going. Um. <laughs> We've all heard of, like, the fentanyl problem. Right. And we've all heard that it's coming from Mexico. And we've all heard that fentanyl ultimately comes from China. China. Um, so how is it getting here from China through Mexico? And I had mentioned in the first half that there's an uptick in Chinese nationalists. Yes. 
I found this article on Reuters titled, The U.S. Official Sees No Link Between Chinese Immigrants at the Border and Fentanyl. I thought they determined there was a link. Now, there is a link to fentanyl oh, in but China. Not the migrants at the border. There's gotcha. a link to, like, fentanyl comes from China through yeah. Mexico, but there's no link to suggest that the migrants there right. brought in the fentanyl. Gotcha, gotcha. You know gotcha. what? Because they're saying the fentanyl is getting picked up at, like, the, the posts. They're going through, like, the legal posts and stuff. Oh, gotcha. But these mig- Chinese migrants are getting picked up, like, trying to, like, swim across the, the rivers and stuff. So they're not even, like, anywhere near where the fentanyl is being picked up. It says, our, our investigators' intelligence show that these are two separate situations. It says, uh, Republicans have repeatedly tried to link trafficking of fentanyl, uh, a powerful synthetic opioid, to the record number of migrants caught crossing the U.S.-Mexico border illegally since Democrat President Joe Biden took office in 2021. About 4,300 Chinese migrants have been caught crossing the border illegally through the first five months of fiscal 2023. Republicans who took control of the House of Representatives in January have pledged more oversight of the Biden administration. No Democrats attended the House Homeland Security hearing on what? Who, who fucking cares? Uh, Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz also testified, urged lawmakers to stiffen consequences for crossing illegally, calling the migration levels a crisis situation. Um, let's see. Where does it go? Where does it say it? Did I skip the paragraph that said it? It says, there's no link between a rise in Chinese migrants and fentanyl. Stephen Kagan, an assistant director with investigations of U.S. immigration, said that there's no such ties. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) So at one point they had said, oh, here it is. Uh, The vast majority is... uh, fentanyl is seized and intercepted at legal ports of entry and all the Chinese people are being caught crossing through like rivers and shit so like they're trying to smuggle it's not they're trying the Chinese aren't the ones smuggling across the border they're coming across illegally the fentanyl is trying to get smuggled through the legal because the Chinese are too smart to here's (laughs) my theory the Chinese bring it to probably was it Ecuador yeah that had the really lax laws with China. Yeah. Um, so they bring it with them, right? And then they pass it off to an Ecuadorian. But they got to get back to China. All right. So they cross illegally into the United States. and like, nope, we're deporting you back to China. Free ride back to fucking China. Yeah. They got their fentanyl in to Ecuador through Mexico on the backs yep. of an Ecuadorian. They don't risk crossing the border because like you said the chinese are too smart yes they're not going to get caught smuggling the drugs they're just going to like during this title 42 where it's like oh you did it again we're gonna send you back home it's just a free fucking ride home for them yeah they bring it in they're like how do we get home walk across the border it's like yeah get your ass on a plane back it's like all right then we'll do it sorry yeah sorry i won't do it again i (laughs) promise yeah right that's what this is yeah absolutely that's ridiculous why, why, why the fuck would Chinese nationalists be coming, trying to yeah. smuggle themselves into our border in right. the first place? Yeah, like you said, they just want a free ride home. 
Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, and then like, to be like, well, there's no link suggesting <laughs> yeah. these Chinese nationalists We're brought the fentanyl with them. finding fentanyl on these Chinese nationalists. Of course not. <laughs> Why would they? They're like, oh, I'm Chinese. I'm not very smart. I have drugs in pocket. I don't know. Yeah. It's getting here somehow, obviously. Right. Someone's bringing it over, and with all the populate people coming over, do the math. Right. <laughs> Just suddenly an uptick in Chinese. Yeah. And suddenly an uptick in fentanyl, but right. unrelated. But no really. No another, all right, another big issue with the border that, that Trump called out, I guess we'll go full-blown Trump, is terrorists coming across the border. A terrorist. A, a terrorist, <laughs> a rapist. Now, a terrorist, Afghan national, on the FBI terror watch list, got arrested at the border a couple days ago. Okay. So, is it safe to say that if the border's open wide open, we might have more than a terrorist coming across the border? Yeah, it's definitely possible. I didn't even know there were still Afghans on the National Terror Watch list. I thought we gave up on the Afghans. I I thought they were all friends now. I I thought we were just like, yeah, we're done with Afghanistan. There's no terrorists. No more terrorists. We got rid of them. Yeah. And if there are, it's on them. This this is from uh, Gateway Pundit. It says, on Wednesday, Border Patrol agents in San Diego arrested an Afghan national on Af- on the FBI's terror watch list who illegally crossed with a group of migrants near uh, Ote Mesa, California. Um, so it says, this is Bill Malugan tweeted out, breaking, per multiple CBP sources, Border Patrol agents in San Diego sector arrested an Afghan national on the FBI's terror watch list after he crossed, blah, 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 all the stuff I just said. Yeah. Um, so there's that. There's a terrorist. Okay. Also, within the last month, 16 migrant terrorists, according to the Washington Free Beacon, 16 migrants on the terror watch list were ap- ap- apprehended at the southern border back in February. From Afghanistan? It doesn't. It's just across the globe, just oh, okay, on okay. different terror watch lists. But they're terrorists. So... Hmm. I don't know what to do with this. I mean, it's six, 17 total now right. in the last, like, three months of the, what, hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, right, you're, right. you're bound to get a terrorist yeah. coming across the border. <laughs> As Trump called it out. You're bound to get at least one rapist coming across the border. Yeah. yeah. Out of 100, 1,000 people. Right. I mean, just the odds are against you when it comes to a rapist or a yeah. terrorist or a combination and, of the two. And, well, and again, you have to think kind of like the Chinese— they're not going to come with anything that is going to like incriminate them. Exactly. Yeah. They're right? not coming in with a shoe bomb. Right. They're yeah. going to send some Ecuadorian with a exactly. shoe bomb. Exactly. They're not going to have a nuke up their ass. And they're going to hitch a ride back, a free ride back right. because of Title 42. Yes. Maybe Title 42 was like the money laundering of people, like people I- laundering. That's what Title 42 sounds like to me. Yeah. It's like you come in, you, you bring your shit in, we'll give you a free ride home. Yeah. And that's it. Right. Maybe Title 42 wasn't as this fucking racist thing that everybody said it was. It was people laundering. Yeah. Yeah. Smuggling people in and the, the perpetrators get a free trip back to start over again. Or smuggling right. drugs in, perpetrators get a free trip back to start over again. Yeah. So maybe maybe Biden's doing us all a favor by keeping the fentanyl out by, right. <laughs> di- like, 
not allowing the Chinese nationalists or the one terrorist to come back for five years. Right. I don't know. Are, are they like maybe being smart and intelligent about this? Is that a possibility? No. No? No. You're just like, nah. <laughs> No, nah, there's, there's something more to it, that. No, there, there's an angle. Someone's oh. getting rich. What? Because I haven't been able to find out the angle besides the fact that it's fucking Biden and there's always an a- angle. <laughs> right. He yes. just wants his piece of the smuggling. Absolutely he does. Right? Maybe, maybe he takes 10% off the top. Ten <laughs> percent. He gets a sniff. Well, where do you think the Clintons got their, are getting their, their Haiti money? Like oh, one of the hubs yeah. is obviously going to be in Haiti oh, fuck yeah. for the Clintons, like yeah. in honor of the Clintons. Right. They'll We're call gonna put it one the right there. William Jefferson Clinton uh, immigration office. People smuggling hub. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I don't know. We uh, we got to have this like network of people smuggling. So we got to yeah. form the hubs. I mean, there's something. It's not just. Yeah. Well, it, th- there's the votes, obviously. Like, the border is going to become kind of a hot topic. Yeah. So they right. got to do something so they can say, look, border numbers are down. Uh, the freaking fentanyl levels are down because we paid the Chinese off a little bit to stop <laughs> right. bringing their fentanyl in. Uh, what? Like, what, what? what's the angle? Like, have besides, like, the... Conspiracy, like the Great Replacement theory, like right, bringing all right. the like. I I don't want to go there right, yet. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, we can if you want, but I don't want to go there yet. I I, I got to think that it, it's a lot of it is padding the vote. You got yes. a presidential election coming up, right? Right. Biden's not really doing well. Anything? <laughs> yes. Biden's doing nothing. But, but, I mean, if these guys come in and they slap a vote for Biden pin on them as they're coming through the door, right? I mean... It's like, we'll give you a free phone app yeah, and a free stay at the Holiday Inn in New York City. Right. All you gotta do is hit yeah. vote and, and for Joe trust Biden. us, in Chicago, New York, San Francisco, they're not going to ask you for your license because they're afraid it's going to be racist. It's like, you got to have a picture ID for this phone app. Yeah. But this is the last <laughs> right, time you're exactly. ever going to need a photo ID. Right. Yeah. All you got to, and, and we, we'll track you. Yeah. We'll track you. If you don't vote for Biden and Her- or yeah, whoever. We'll send you back. <laughs> we're going to send you back and you have no shot for the next five years. Like, fuck. Yeah. Selling your, talk about selling your fucking soul. Right. Yeah. So. I've got this final article we might as well talk about. The 17 biggest pros and cons of open border immigration. Who is this article from? Connect us. Oh, God. Dot. Oh, Connectusfun.org. It sounds like a bumper sticker. Probably, <laughs> yes. 17 biggest pros and cons of open border migration, besides the obvious cheap labor. Right. Number one. So this is a list of pros of open border my immigration. And some of these sound so shitty. Like, it's so <laughs> shitty. <laughs> it would eliminate the cost of immigration control at the border. <laughs> so we don't have to pay Border Patrol oh, if we just well, have open good, borders. Right? I mean, I, I'm actually... That would be my biggest reason to have open borders. Is but we, they'll I, just take the tax dollars and give it to the Holiday Inn. Oh, yeah, it'll go somewhere. It's but like we don't need to pay yeah. for Border Patrol because we'll just pay for the Holiday Inn for them. Well, yeah, that, I had to, like... was starting to come up with my own pros and cons. And one was like, uh, the tax money that we're sending to the border. That's ridiculous. It's like, well, but what about all the fucking social programs that we're going to have to pay to support those, like the Holiday Inn? Uh, So the money's going somewhere. It's like, shut down Border Patrol and see what happens. Like, either... So if you just got rid of the Border Patrol, stop paying them. Right. 
They're going to yeah. go home. Either A, you're going to have wide open borders, or B, the people in the area are going to... Um, Hunt man. Well, they're, they're going to <laughs> freaking... Yeah, and, and they do. They do. Yeah. They'll they'll uh, secure yeah. the borders themselves. They'll be like, get the fuck off my property. Yeah. Absolutely. So one way or another, I'm fine with just shutting down Border Patrol. Just because... It's a government agency that right. doesn't fucking work. They're right. just like their phone app doesn't work. <laughs> the United States spends over $18 billion a year on enforcing immigration laws at its border. A majority of this expense occurs at the southern border with Mexico. Although there are checkpoints at all international airports, Canadian border. Yeah, but what Canadians are trying to come here, really? Right. If everyone were allowed to go to whatever country they prefer, there wouldn't be issues with family separations. Yes, there would. <laughs> Deportations would become minimal. Even Border Patrol would see a reduction in the scope of their... Which they already are. A reduction? Right? <laughs> if if there's open borders, we would see an elimination of their scope of duties. Their duties are to patrol the border. Border right. Patrol. That's if the there are no borders, there's no Border Patrol. There's no yeah. Border pa to Patrol. <laughs> Transitioning to a true patrolling duty to maintain law and order. I guess. I mean. I, I guess that, to make yeah. sure that they're not raping and bringing drugs. They're bringing the, the rapists right? and they're yeah, terrorists. The terrorist. yes. Open borders. Number two. Open borders would create temporary immigration opportunities. Like what? Like immigrating. <laughs> <laughs> Having an open border would make it easier for families to improve their lifestyle and livelihood in a variety of ways. Parents could bring their children to a new country so they could go to school. You could receive the medical care you need, a better job, or a variety of additional benefits that aren't available in your home country. The theory is, the theory of this advantage is that people would come for a few years, accomplish what they need to, and then move back. Good luck with that. So it's like, well, if if I can just go into the United States to get the health care I need, then I'm going to get better, then I'm going to go back home. I, well, maybe. First of all, nobody comes to the United States for health care. That's true. <laughs> Number three, except Mexicans probably. Number three, it would improve the flow of immigration to each country. Well, yeah, because nothing's stopping them. The time and cost to complete the paperwork and follow blah, blah, blah. If you don't care about following the admin costs, then coming right over creates a risk-reward equation that is worth considering for many families. Okay, but here's the problem. Not all countries are equal. Right. I Obviously. Mean, so like it, nobody's here is like, right. you know, I really want to go yeah. to Cuba. I, I really want to go to Guatemala. Yeah. That just sounds like a fucking fantastic <laughs> yeah, idea. Right? So it's not going to be this. Oh, we'd have this great like back and forth yeah, relationship. Right. Oh, yeah, like you send your people country. here. We'll send our crackheads there. <laughs> I mean, what? A, Maybe that's what we should do. Like send equal exchange. Yes. OK, we'll take we'll take. 500 people of your people, and we'll send you 500 of ours. But it's our choice. Yeah, we get to pick the 500 Texans that are fully armed. <laughs> <laughs> Having open borders would help diversify local economies. And I this I can get on board with. Like yeah. adding new ideas, new perspectives. Sure. Great Mexican food. Oh, into yeah. the, Yes. The availability of open borders creates an increase in domestic production, creating more profits that work to help the economy. Healthy economies based on immigration immigrant perspective tends to find the most advanced opportunities. Number five, open borders help increase the population base for communities and economies. Wait, say that again. Open borders help increase the population base for communities and economies. I thought they wanted to decrease the population. 
Well, they like voter base is probably oh, what they're saying. <laughs> okay, well, that's not a problem. About 800,000 people become natural citizens of the United States every year. The legalized immigration process allows this to happen with the current restrictions at the border. If those stoppages were disallowed to create open movement, then more people would have an opportunity to select citizenship or permanent residency for themselves. Although there could be security issues to manage with this process, the result of having open borders would be more diversity in each community with access to more perspectives and experiences. It becomes easier to innovate at every level and business spectrum. I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree. With that. I don't know. It would encourage, number six, it would encourage more development around the world. Would it, though? The number of countries that have gone through a formal industrial revolution is counted at less than 40. Current income levels around the world are less than $2 a day in many countries. If we were allow, to allow open borders, it would force governments in developing worlds to dedicate more resources to domestic improvement. No, if people have a chance to live in a yurt to barely scrape by or a chance to build a modern life for the family, most people are going to choose the second option. You no. think these fucking people care about keeping yeah. their people here? Hey, I got a hundred Rolls Royces now, guys. I yeah. mean, they don't care about people. Most of those countries are in their shitty situation because of countries like us in the first place. Right, exploiting they're, them. They're exploiting the shit out of them. What? They're getting their money, yeah. not through their people. That's why the people are just like, fuck it, I'm yeah. out. And they're like, I don't care. The Americans are freaking buying us off, us off anyway. I read a really art uh, interesting article about um, how... Like, first world countries are using global warming to basically enslave third world countries' natural resources. Oh, yeah, obviously. Be, you know, being able to say, hey, you, you don't know how to take care of that, so we're going to come in and, and we'll responsibly, you know, so they don't have a chance to have an industrial revolution right. because w we block it, right? Because we, we take those natural resources and we, we exploit them. Like you were talking about. Yes, absolutely. So uh, it's no different. Nothing's going to change no. if we open our borders. No, we'll have more options to exploit more people. Exactly. Number seven, higher levels of immigration create lower levels of crime. How? Immigrants are underrepresented. Immigrants are un underrepresented in almost every relevant statistic about crime collected in the developed world. Even in places where illegal immigration is considered a severe problem, the people who cross a border without permission aren't the ones causing a majority of the felonious acts that occur. Te Texas estimates approximately 6% of their total population involves illegal immigrants but they are less than 5% of the prison community. When you compare the actions of people with natural citizens to those without it, the rate of crime with the latter group is about 70% less. Now, here's the issue I have with this. Mm. Part of the reason why illegal immigrants probably aren't committing felonious crimes is because they don't want to get fucking sent back. Right. They don't want to, they're, they're laying low. They're like, we don't want to create any noise for ourselves. Right. And if you make it legal for them to just walk back and forth, yeah, they ha it's less of a uh, a major concern if they were to get arrested. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, they they like you said, there's no need to lay low at that. Higher point. levels of immigration create lower levels of crime. They're basing this on the statistic of illegal immigrants creating causing less crimes right. in Texas. 
if you have open borders, there's no longer illegal immigrants, right. and then therefore your statistics go out the fucking window, right. and no, that yeah, that's very reaching to yes. me and stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> Immigration eliminates the employment gap that exists in each economy. <sighs> I feel like there's a lot of dumbassery in there. It's, yeah. it's like I, I feel like this was written by a high schooler. Yes. Or like so, Kamala Harris trying yes. to explain yeah. what immigration is. In low-skill employment areas, the strong presence of immigrants may indeed depress wages. If we take a look at the issue from a comprehensive labor market viewpoint, this advance shows that open-border immigration helps fill in the recesses that form when low unemployment rates exist. Immigrants allow communities to remove employment bottlenecks. They reduce the risk of productivity issues happening at the local level. That means when the income levels of newcomers rise, so do the wages of every other household. Trickle down. Trickle up, I guess, is what it sounds like. Like, oh yeah, we get all it. Well, because these people are like illegal, obviously they can't get paid. They like we can pay them under the table. Right. We can pay them less. That brings down the income for everybody. Brings down the wages for everybody. But if they're all making like seventeen, eighteen bucks an hour, we're all making. That's how it works, right? Right, right. Like yeah. when minimum wage went up, your your uh, pay went up oh, dr- drastically, oh, right? When oh, it went from like yeah. eight bucks to sixteen bucks, your your I wages that doubled, bucks, right? right? Yeah. Uh, no, that's the way it works. That's not how it works. Open border immigration can reduce retail prices for consumers. How? <laughs> Immigrants are not the only households to benefit from migration occurs to a specific community. Every employee gains an advantage because of the laws of supply and demand. Executives, lawyers, and translators all have new possibilities available to them, and they may not have had otherwise because there are more people available to That's a dumbass. Ex- As the demand level rise or new workers, the prices begin to fall, no, for the good, as the demand don't. levels rise, or new worker or new workers, that's not. It's not how it works. As the demand level rises, the price actually goes up. As the supply, it really depends. It's supply and demand. It ba- it's based yeah. on the supply. As the supply rises, the price goes down. Right. Or as the demand lowers, the price goes down. As the demand levels rise. The price does not fall for the goods and services in a marketplace. That's not right. how it works because no. that's God. Yeah. And if if you bring in more workers that you assume the supply is going to go up, that it'll lower prices, that's not true. Look at eggs. Right. So this is why so many people like have so many issues with economics with mm-hmm. They don't fucking understand economics. This is Corzio Artes economics right here. Yes, this is exactly what it is. Uh, Derek says the only reason they want more workers and higher wages is because they make more tax revenue. I I mean, that's just it. I'm down with that. If they're paying taxes. Open borders would reduce immigrant exploitation issues. Well, no shit. (laughs) I'm not going to read this. So here's the cons. Number one, it could reduce the skill of immigrants coming to the country. <laughs> so right now, like, with a kind of the 
application process. You kind of got to like, we're not just taking everybody in. Yeah. It's like, oh, we want the doctors and we want the lawyer, like the smart people. And if we just open it to everybody, we're going to get all the dumbasses here. (laughs) And we don't want the dumbasses. Here's the problem. The doctors don't need to come here. (laughs) No, we don't need those. They're already wealthy. I mean, that's true, too. Right? But they're the ones that can get on planes, afford the planes, you know? Well, and then they just come for vacation, and then they go back. That's true. (laughs) Number two, open borders could make more people eligible for government assistance. No shit. Yes. The $190 hotel rooms. Yeah. The freaking Medicare. The freaking uh, food stamps. All that shit. The phones with the apps. The phone. Yeah, the Obama phones. Yes. I don't even think we need to get into, like... We we sacrifice paying the border patrol to paying these people to fucking live yeah. here. Now, if they had to come here and we're just like, you're on your fucking own, go. Yeah, yeah come in legally. That's yeah. fine. Get a fucking job. Right. Buy figure your fucking food. Right. Figure it out like the rest of, well, like some of the rest of us. Right. Get a job and contribute to society. I am right. fine with you. Absolutely. If you want to come here and yeah. contribute to our society, contri- all those pros with the, the economy, how you're going to drive prices down because right. the demand's higher somehow. <laughs> um, yeah. Fine. If you're going to make that kind of contribution to my life, then fine. Number three, it would increase competition for available employment opportunities. I disagree. The, well, this is a, a con because oh, they're, they're oh. competing... They took our jobs. Yeah. Remember that shit? Um, yeah, they're co- competing for the good jobs. So, yeah. But, that would but be... are they, though, competing for the good jobs? Well, they're competing for, I mean, if there's a job scarcity, you get more yeah. lower-paid immigrants in. Yeah, it's there's going to be that competition there uh, because us white people like more money for the work. Well, but us white people also don't like to work as hard. It's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, open border Immigration could create overpopulation problems. Really? You get keep shoving more people in the same space? It might cause overpopulation. Number five, some families may struggle to integrate into their new surroundings. Yes. Yeah. You're coming to a country that is not your culture. Yeah. We, we, we saw it when we tried to throw... A bunch of Native Americans into the cities. How did that work out for them? Horribly. Absolutely like a shit show. Yeah. It's like we're basically doing the same goddamn thing with, yeah. the, with the, the Hispanics and the Mexicans and stuff. It's like, let's just throw them in hotels in the middle of New yeah. York City and say, go for it. Right. You'll, yeah. you'll be fine. You know, there's, there's, <laughs> in in the a... fastest moving city in the world. Yes. <laughs> throw them right in the middle of it. Yes. Reference yeah. point, go back and look at what... They did to the Native Americans yeah. when they tried to assimilate them by saying, "Oh, just take you off your reservation. We're right. just gonna we're gonna ship you to the cities. We're not gonna give you a ticket back in case yeah. you don't like right. it. We're gonna give you a free ticket to the city yeah. and say good luck. Good luck. Yeah, pat you on the back. Right. Didn't work out for too many of them actually. Most of them. Yeah. Diversity can make us strong as humans, but not everyone is willing to embrace that concept. Having new cultures, perspectives, or traditions." New, tr- what the fuck's a new tradition? Uh, in an established area can cause tension. This disadvantage is fueled by fear since we're naturally cautious around people we don't know. If there are more neighbors around that took advantage of an open border policy than people we grew up around, then it can feel like a loss of identity occurs. Well, if we put them all in one concentrated area, yeah, just I mean, like fences and yeah, absolutely and stuff, that would yeah. be the way to do it. Yeah, it'd be fine. 
Number six, open border immigration would still cause families to split up. Wasn't one of the freaking pros yes, that like, they would keep them together? <laughs> you can't have that as a pro and a fucking con. Where? Let me find that. Uh, where'd it go? I know it was in there. It was in there. I know yeah. it was in there. Yeah. So I, I don't like. It's not just yeah. me, but no, I remember that too. It was going to keep families together, keeping families together, but. It won't keep families together. It will still cause families to split up. Uh, Families can't move to another country for free. There must be some sort of resource available to them so they can establish new homes. So more government funding. That means means many of the elements of illegal immigration are still going to be happening in developed countries around the world. Number seven, immigration from desperation does not guarantee results. Isn't Uh, that what most immigration is? Desperation? Yes. I don't know. So what he said on this whole this whole border thing. You think it's gonna magically fix itself? No. Do you think no. either side's got a plan here? No. I, I think I to be honest, I think the plan is to do a, a mass amnesty. Well, yeah, you saw yeah. it's like, well, after they've been there for sixty hours plus, yeah. we're just gonna let them go. Right, right. So how many hours. how often are they gonna if we get to one hundred twenty, if we get to one hundred twenty-five percent capacity, we hit the flush. We right. flush the push toilet. More am- amnesty. Yes, and we just yeah. push them out into the, the yeah. sewers of the and, and United so that's, States. And that's the goal. That's the goal. Well, I I do feel like yeah, you said the goal is like pad the votes or right, or right, yeah, make it look like they did. Something. But but they've been I, wanting amnesty for years. I do feel like they're, and it's it's not even a great replacement thing. I think they it, it's uh. A plot to just tank our economy. Oh, I think that's so what too. I think. Yeah. I, I don't think it's replacing the white people. I, yeah. I don't feel like they give two shits about replacing the white people or brown no. people. They don't care they about don't care. black people. They, they can just control want to all fucking, races equally. Yeah, they want to fucking tank the economy so that way mm-hmm. we can start this shit over again. Hit right. the reset button, whatever it is. Yeah. And I didn't even get into the Great Reset, but that that's the ultimate goal is yeah. to flatline the economy. And there are ways to do that easily and one of them is just to flood like flood immigration into i mean it, well, uh, massive flooding of immigration has never benefited any economy ever in the history no. of economies no just like an influx of like hundreds of thousands of immigrants yeah just just i mean look at <clears throat> like like they use the eu as an example they're like well uh, the EU, they, they just opened their borders up between each other, and uh, look how that's worked out for them. But how many of the EU countries are, like, closed border to, like, outside the EU? Right, right, right. Like, look at yeah. Italy. They're like, fuck your immigrants. Yeah, right. And they're like, well, you you know, you're part of the EU. You gotta. Yeah. It's like, fuck your EU then. Yeah. You, I mean, you can't travel between countries in yeah. the EU. And, you know, and, and I fi- find it interesting because most countries are very strict on their immigration. The United States is the only one where people are like, what the fuck, dude? It's like, why are you so strict on immigration? And then yeah. you've got, like, Japan that's like, we don't want anybody yeah. who's not Japanese. you got Israel who's like, oh, yeah. you're, not, you're not Jewish? You're not coming here. Right. Sorry. Yeah. So, you know, like, we don't like anybody who's not. But even fucking, fucking Mexico is strict on their immigration. <laughs> right. right? Like, we don't want no damn Ecuadorians <laughs> yeah, here. Exactly. Send them to the United States. Exactly. You, you're, you're not staying, right? You know, I mean, it's, it's, so it's, no, it's fucked up. And, and to get back to the great reset that you were talking about is 
it also gives them a population to experiment with, right? Oh yeah. You put them in a in a controlled populace in a in a, in a building, centralized location in a major city, yeah. you, and you you give them you know their their basic income and drugs. Right, right. Your dr- their vaccines, their vaccines. Right, their their the food you and they they just basically exist. Yeah, right. But I mean, like I said, test the microchips. You know, that's right. fine. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, you take they a t- population test. like that and you drop them in the middle of Iowa, and they could probably do something. You drop them in the middle of Ch- in Chicago or New York City. What the fuck are they going to do? Right. Right, and that's why they're dropping them yeah. or Martha's Vineyard, uh, <laughs> right, or Florida. Yeah, all I the mean, retirement homes or the middles right. of the cities. I mean, you you come in in Iowa, you know, roofing job, right? Plenty of field work. However, yeah, but look at the cities though. Like, where do like minor minorities get stuck? And not like for generationally stuck. Right. It's in the big fucking cities. Yeah. They can't get out. They can't afford somewhere right. else. They're stuck in like the government starts paying for their housing. The they start paying for the fucking food. City in the yeah. country. <laughs> and like black people, are like we can't get out of the city. We can't yeah. afford to. Right. And it's like you're stuck there. Now you're just like you're just here. You're just right. The system. Yeah. So let's let's take all these brown people and dump them in that same spot where we, we can get them stuck, right. where they can't get out, they can't support themselves, they, they'll they be pawns us. to the system, they need us, so they'll vote for us, yep. because we're the ones that are going to keep supporting them, sending yep. them those fat fat checks and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it right there. Yeah, I don't know. This, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's not going away, it's a nightmare. Yeah. I am done trying to, like, fight the border issue i just say like you know just shut down the border patrol shut down the government stop housing stop the stop the border patrol but stop also housing them and just make them fend for themselves right and we'll see like i i feel like they would survive probably better than some like cushy white guy i agree i agree I, i i think so too they would find i mean the conditions they've come from they'd be like Oh, you want me to sleep in that freaking gutter right there? That I mean, that looks right. I mean, that looks like freaking luxury compared to what right. I've been sleeping in. Yeah. There was Wait, literal you, shit in my gutter. Right, this one yeah. doesn't have shit. Wait, you throw that food away? Holy shit! No, man. I'll, I'll take some of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, can I get some of that, please? <laughs> I don't know. We're, I mean, we're horrible humans based on this episode, but, <laughs> but, but. We're not the only ones. I feel like so many problems could just be solved if you just shut down the government agencies. Oh fuck yeah, they they overcomplicate everything. <laughs> Housing issues, yes. just go away. Um, yeah, the border issues, it, it it works itself out. Exactly, exactly. Like if it becomes a big deal, then the local populace will will handle it <laughs> at their at the local level. They'll be yes. like. You know, yeah, you're going to get some fucking racist. They're yeah. like, we don't want your kind around here. Right. But I feel like humanity has developed enough to where things exactly. will work themselves out. But instead, we have a government that tells us how to do it. Right. And makes us pay for it. Yes. And then develops phone apps to do it for them. Right. Yes. That is here's, only in English. <laughs> here's the government in a nutshell. I went to the Barrel House. Have you been to the Barrel House up in Marion? I don't think so. First of all, it's like the worst location for a restaurant. There is literally nothing. It's like it's like housing, like kind of residential area. Where's it at? Um, down what's Twin 
Twin something road or tower one of tower those road. Terrace tower road. terrace road oh okay maybe. yeah 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 um there's like a law office and like it's like oh yeah I know where you're talking about yes I drove by it. the the Y the new uh, yeah Marion there's y the Y is up there. there's the Marion Y yeah. there's like a lawyer's office and okay. then there's a bar and grill yes and it's like yeah. why the fuck would you put a bar and grill here right. yes horrible place so it. we go there for Mother's Day took took okay. her there for Mother's Day on Sunday and they had one of those robot servers it looks like a bucket on <laughs> wheels with a robot it, hi. <laughs> <laughs> They had a bucket, one of the robot servers. Okay. Where it's like a tray on it. It like, looks like a bucket with wheels and a tray, and there's like a an iPad thing, and it's supposed to map it. It's supposed to take... Now, now here's the thing. It's uh, automated? Sure. Um, here's the thing. This bucket on wheels that's supposed to be a robot server, the first time we saw it go by, the person was like pushing it and like guiding it to where it needed to be. I'm like, so what's the point of the fucking robot server? The second time... It was doing better. It was getting there on its own. However, a server came out and took the tray off the robot server and put it down on the table. I'm like, what is the freaking point of the robot server if the person, this is less efficient because now you forked out thousands of dollars for the robot server and you're paying the actual servers. And then by the time we got our food, the robot server had broken down and wasn't even, and there was just normal servers bringing food. So that is... Government efficiency yes. at its finest. You're that, correct in that. And yes. that's just like my perfect portrayal of that. Yeah. No, you're not. Just wrong. explained how it's like, let's develop this phone app to make it so much easier on us. And the phone app never works. And we have yeah. to hire more people to work on the phone app yes. than we had to hire to just fill out the paper things. Yes. And then we have to hire, <laughs> hire people to troubleshoot the phone app. And we have to hire people to, um, to, uh, like, collect, like, I don't know. Sort through the data of the phone app. But but maybe they've outsmarted them, themselves. No. Because because these people are going to get on this phone app and they're not going to be able to figure it out because they can't read English. That's And and then they're going to be like, "Fuck this government. I don't want to move to this country because yes. they suck." <laughs> I maybe I I feel like you said it back in the first half that this was the whole goal, develop this terrible phone app and they're going to get fed up. Yeah. It's like the DMV. Yeah. And they're just going to be like, you know, I'm just going to go die in Guatemala instead. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to go get drunk and die in Guatemala. <laughs> Life is simpler that Border way. Border crisis <laughs> solved with a phone app. Yes. With a shitty-ass phone app. That's all the time we got. <laughs> On that note, does the border ever get solved? Yes. Either side. One, one day they will freely open the border all the way. And that solves it? No. Or? No, it'll create more problems, but that'll solve the border problem. Oh, I, I, yeah, I guess. It just... It'll create a bunch of other problems, but that'll cure the border problem. Just fire them all. Yes. Just fire every government agency. I agree. Just we'll close the whole thing down. We'll be fine. Yes. We, will be, we, we will honestly be would be. Fine. Yes, we would We would be better than fine. <laughs> well, who's going to regulate our food and like the, the stuff we put in our food? Look at all the poison they put in the food with the exactly. regulators. Oh, well, who's going to who's gonna regulate the roads? Right. <laughs> well, well, the roads suck anyways, the, 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 right? I, I mean, mean, have you driven oh, down a toll road that right. has potholes in it? It's like, what am I paying for? Yeah. You mean uh, you mean I can hunt and fish without getting a license? Right. Wow, nice. No kidding. <laughs> I don't have a quota anymore? <laughs> I don't know. That's all yeah. the time we got. Yeah. Terrible phone apps. Yep. Border is a mess. Government in a nutshell. Doesn't matter. Yes. None of this matters. No. So. (laughs) 
You can find all the things that we do and talk about every uh, every single week at the Break the Bell podcast. Don't miss an episode ever. Uh, check us out all over social media. Let us know what you think. Are you a border nut? Are you a border open borders person? I mean, the libertarian view kind of goes like you see it, they argue more than the right and the left on it. Right. It's like no, because without laws we want to have borders and um, but. I have rights to my land and property, so that means border. <laughs> it, right. it goes, it goes both yeah, directions. I understand that. Yeah. I want to know what you guys think. I want to know what, what's the solution? <laughs> Who is going to be our borders are our Kamala Harris and Ugh. fix this thing? Let us know how how we can fix this this horrible situation, this mess at the border. Um, you can find links to everything we do. Like I said. Um, at our website, which is www.breakthebellpod.com. Uh, we have our Facebook forum, which is where you can come hang out kind of anonymously. It's kind of like AA, but for like crazy people. Yeah. You can come hang out with it. us. Or if you, if you just don't care or people already know you're crazy. <laughs> I like to hang out on Twitter. Um, our handle is at BreakTheBellPod. Joseph is here. He said, I'm going to have to rewatch this one. You're a, you are horrible people indeed. <laughs> I agree, Joseph. I agree. Don't listen to anything we say because we're horrible. Yes. Um, but definitely re-listen to this. <laughs> Share this far and wide. I don't know. Do you have any closing thoughts on the border before we get out of here? Any words of wisdom? It's going to get worse. <laughs> the border or just everything? Yeah, everything. It's just everything. It, it's dollars. election year. Biden's going to try to make big oh, changes. And, uh, yeah. I mean, we already did our first, like. It, yeah. We flat. did, yes, our first presidential. In presidential that, that, one yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and you're going to want to, you're going to want to shoot yourself. I wonder what RFK <laughs> Jr.'s politics were on the border. Yeah, I didn't see that question. one. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to look into that. Yeah. Again, check us out all over the social medias. Make sure you uh, come back next Monday night because we'll probably have another episode because we do it 95% of the time. Uh, 7 p.m. Central Time is when we stream this this show live So on Monday night. So make sure you let your friends know and make sure you join us for the fun live experience because it's so much better mm. when you do. And you get to participate in the conversation just like uh, some of the people like Derek and Joseph and uh, other people. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly Derek, specifically Derek. Uh, CD. CD, CD was here CD. too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the more, the merrier. Uh, join us for that. Tentatively, we will be having the Two Scoops Morning Show tomorrow. I haven't talked to my brother yet, but uh, look forward to that because it's what we do Tuesday morning sometimes when we feel like it, and Thursdays. But I don't remember the last Thursday we did it. <laughs> I that's I mean I got nothing else here. Do you got anything yeah, else? I I, I don't. I think are, you, we, are we good? Have we I beaten we, the horse? I think we beat the horse. We beat the freaking horse. So yes. have a great rest of your week. Go go to the border and enjoy yourself. I don't know. <laughs> go get Mexican food. Yeah. Damn it. Go, go get, get taco. Good, go get yes. some Taco Bell. Chorizo with queso. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Have a great rest of your week. Peace. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and Tio Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, Beyond the Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. 
If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.